The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Subhan Yes, that's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Bliss and Asuka was really formed as a loose alliance to combat the arrival of damage control. It's ended up being far more successful than I think oh. anyone predicted. They've got some real chemistry going now. Standing drop kick by Bliss. Tag made. Here comes Asuka. And double team yet again in damage control set outside the ring. The tag team champions having their way right now. Baseball slides. 
Sends him lining up for that cross hammer. McIntyre able to duck underneath. And the future shock DDT. McIntyre into a kip up again. And McIntyre again looking to build momentum. Now he may have crossed where he wants him. Distraction pays off again for Cross. Climbing and scaling the cage. Cross jacket on McIntyre. Will McIntyre fade? Drives Cross into the corner, creates separation. High elbow from Drew. Oh, Cross hammer right to the back of the neck. Out cold. I told you. Soaking in the glory of his deplorable act. Finn Balor going up to the top rope. Looking to put AJ Styles away quickly back to his feet. AJ now dominant Mysterio hanging on. Carl Anderson in the fray as well. This one just going back out forth. Referee having zero chance of maintaining control there. All six men competing at the same time. Oh, this is not going to be good. This is not going to be good. Everybody down. And now Braun Strowman is going to take some offense to a loss. Strowman trying to lift the 416 pound off his feet with ease. I mean, with ease. Yeah, Braun was really struggling there. Omos, almost with one hand. Monsters aren't real, but giants are. That is a quote from Omos. This is a muscle ball, man. Huh? Muscle ball busts my ass. We've got to get this one. Watch me work up here. Talked a lot yesterday about the oh, oh Braun Strowman with the right. The confidence Braun was showing, how psyched up, how hyped up he was. Perhaps he was just trying to psych himself up, and Strowman almost had him off his feet, but not quite. And a headbutt from Omos. Shooting himself in the foot once again. And again, the power of Omos with ease and one arm, power slamming Strowman. And that is ridiculous. Now, both Uso's gonna suffer the wrath, I believe, of Ridge Holland. And there's the power of Ridge. And somewhere, Sheamus is smiling. Cover for the win of the titles. And a kick at two by Jey Uso. Friday Night Firm is going global. Fans in rehab, rehab all week have been buzzing to see the brawling brutes. Oh, and the bloodline as well. No, oh, it's paying homage to Sheamus. Look at the 10 beats of the Valorant. Jimmy not allowing them to get to 10. Saving his brother like any good twin should. Perhaps saving the gold in the process. And here's Ridge, blasting right through Jay. We're on the rules, Cole. Look out, Wade! Oh, Look out! Oh, my. Wasn't exactly a hole in one, was it, Cole? Enough, bring it down. 
And Bailey on the top of, oh my God. oh jeez. Spine first. Well, let me tell you, when those tables don't break, sometimes it's even worse when you catch the edge on the base of your spine. I wish we saw some of this on the Lip Golf Tour. And Bianca now, with Bailey up top. Bianca Belair. I really had an amazing time playing soccer with the Special Olympics. I got to see some penalty kicks to some kids. They had a lot of fun. The VSR Rally is, is always a cool thing that we do for the kids. We got to be a part of the community, meet the kids. I love to be able to motivate them to do better and be better. It's amazing how the message can just be relatable across the world. WWE putting smiles on people's faces inside and outside of the ring. That's what it's all about. And we're doing it then, we're doing it now, we're doing it forever, and most importantly, globally, we're doing it together. After all, who knows you better than I do? Do you think they'll still love, love you? If they knew the truth, if they all knew the truth, they don't deserve you. And the truth is, you're gonna go too far to go too far. You're gonna give in, in. So why wait? Because when you do, when you do hurt them, you're gonna remember just how good it feels. How good it feels. And oof, it's gonna feel so good. So good. good. Do it. And if you're worried about the aftermath, do it. Hurt them. Hurt them. Just don't take the mask off.
Nation is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts in seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Jeff Littman. everyone and welcome to the PwC HMG Crown Jewel post game show I'm your host Jimmy T and we're also live on channelattitude.com well not live on channelattitude.com but we are on channelattitude.com and my co-host he's back once again as per usual you know him as Evil Dose some know him as Dr. Jeff Littman either way he's a foreign object even Jeff, welcome back and welcome to the post-game show of Crown Jewel. I mean, I don't care what anyone says, Jeff. I think it's safe to say this is not a glorified hell show any longer, dude. As-salamu alaykum. Malaykum salam. Inshallah. Inshallah, inshallah. I'm not sure if I agree 100%. I would say it's a step below like a semi-major pay-per-view and it's probably more like a spectacle event sort of more similar to Clash at Cardiff Clash at the Castle in Cardiff than a glorified house show but but those are really glorified house shows so maybe it's a a really glorified house show oh man I think it's becoming uh, this sounds stupid but I truly think it's becoming one of the well, one of the major shows of WWE's calendar, man. And I mean, I really believe that. Look, I can't stand the fact that they're really in Saudi Arabia, but also the fact the fans they're pure, though, right? You know, bless their little hearts. You know, alhamdulillah, shall I say, for the fans of Saudi Arabia, because seriously. They 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 so wanted they're just happy to be there, man. That they're part of this spectacle the, known the as World Wrestling Entertainment. I mean, oh, absolutely, I mean, Oklahoma City, Toledo, <laughs> Kansas City. Uh, about a you know about a dozen raw audiences that I've seen. They put them to shame. I mean, the, the crowd was there. They were chanting, "Holy shit!" Lots of times, "This is awesome." No, the, the, the crowd was into it. Um, I think that maybe there was a crown jewel within the last year that really exceeded all expectations and really made had a big show feel to it, which surprised a lot of people, including myself. Um, this one, I think, took a step back. You know, maybe like like a, a you know, if there's twelve pay-per-view type events or PLE events that be, I, I would. I think this would be like in the lower half, the lower third of them, quality-wise. That's it. I grade these shows 
differently. I, I mean, first of all, you have to when when they're the more spectacle events the, on the foreign soil. So it doesn't bother me that it's in Saudi Arabia. I don't know why so many people get crazy about it. I mean, I know everybody also kind of depends. They're upset about Khashoggi, but I mean, if there was a show in Moscow, they they wouldn't be upset. If there was a show, in, if there was a show in China, they wouldn't be upset. If there were shows in Egypt, they wouldn't be upset. I mean, it, it, it's just okay. So you know one guy's name. There's about 200 journalists a year killed in Mexico. If they, if WWE did a show in Mexico City, would they be upset? No, I mean, you know, and I do get the difference that there. That, however brutally other people killed it, they weren't lured to an embassy and then, you know, chopped into little pieces. I mean, it's very, uh, you know, uh, 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 it's, uh, it's very Tom Clancy means means blood. Uh, yeah, um, absolutely, very Tom Clancy. But I mean, we all buy everything from China, who actually has killed over a million Uyghurs, many many journalists, many many dissidents, many many minorities. And has two million people in concentration camps right now. And if any sports league did a tour of China, nobody would say anything. In fact, the NBA does tours of China. Uh, and Not anymore. LeBron got got in trouble for sticking up for for China by the NBA. I mean, they, you know, right now they're not on good terms anyway. No, LeBron spoke up against China. Then he had a then he had a take. Then he had to go the John Cena route. But China doesn't uh-huh. forget. China's like. Sorry, our markets are not open to you. <laughs> well, and that's the end of that. Right. But, no um, Marvel movies are, are <laughs> get open in China now. No more billions of dollars to LeBron James's pockets from China now. I mean, not billions, but you know what I mean. But look, no, I don't really hate the fact that they're in Saudi Arabia. It's it's more the fact that like that'll be don't give a shit. If you got the money, they'll they'll go anyway. I mean, literally, let's be honest. Like, no, it hasn't really been tested, but uh, yeah. This guy's, uh, listen, if, if you're, they're offering, they paid them about $55 million a show. They don't, WWE doesn't have to sell a ticket. Nobody's selling tickets. The Crown Prince gives those tickets away or does whatever. They're paid $55 million. This is all profit. I mean, maybe they pay for their own travel there, there and back. No, it doesn't. I bet they don't. I bet, I bet it's all comped. Um, whatever it is, it, 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 it costs them no more than to travel to, say, London. And they don't have to rent the facility. They don't have to, they don't have to buy insurance. They don't have to sell a single ticket. This is, if, it's, if it costs them half a million dollars to get over there and stay in hotels for three nights, uh, which is probably high, um, the other... Fifty-four and a half million dollars is pure profit. Not to mention what Peacock gets from it, from you know, you know, for advertising and just for getting eyes on their product. Um, which, of course, made me realize that Nope is going to be streaming for free in two weeks on Peacock, and I, of course, bought it on pay-per-view last week, dummy. Um, but. Um, I mean, you know, we, we keep hearing about how, you know, AEW has had like four $1 million gates. Okay. The, the WWE just got a $54.5 million gate on one show. Forget about that Cardiff was an $8 million gate. Forget that they've they, already sold 30,000 for Royal Rumble. Forget that they've already sold 100,000 tickets for, for WrestleMania. 100,000 for WrestleMania? 
They've had a fifty-four and a half million dollar gate from Saudi Arabia, and there's going to be another show in this calendar in this twelve-month period. Yeah, it's true, man. And, Who uh, the fuck would have Eight years ago on this contract, right? The Dalai Lama oh, would. No. I mean, hey, it's a huge payday. <laughs> but would a Sunni <laughs> Islamist go? That's the thing, Jeff. Or is it Shiite? Sorry, should Shiite? Like, for example, what's going on with Iran and uh, Saudi Arabia right now? Well, yeah, uh, yeah, there are embassies. That's why Sami Zayn can't even go there, too, man. Well, Sami Zayn refuses to go. I don't know if he can't go, but he refuses to go. Um, and I and MVP's I saw a story about MVP. The MVP. Yeah, I didn't know Muslim, that he went back. He, he's yeah. now an atheist, and that's. I knew he was always Muslim. I didn't know he turned atheist. And when I, did that even happen? I don't know, and it's none of my business. But apparently, that's a crime. And yes, it's it's a very different country. But people are like, "Oh my God, it's so crazy in Saudi Arabia." Welcome to the Islamic world. I mean, that that there's thirty other countries <laughs> with similar, if not worse, you know, you know, rules and restrictions. Well, I grew up with Muslims, man. So, I mean, I totally understand how it is. And I, and I look, man, they're, they're just people like us. People think they're the boogeyman and whatnot. But you know what? It's the media's fault that's made them like that, if anything, and why they do but, what but they do sometimes. But it's, it's religious. I mean, it's no different than when the Massachusetts colony was run by Puritans and Pennsylvania right. was run by Quakers. It's a theocracy, uh, which is, you know, you think witch burnings were, were, <laughs> were nice? I mean, come on. No, uh, you're right, man. It's true. It, it just is what it is. Anyway, let, let's get on with the show because this is not about politics and and whatever yeah. whatever we do or say or think doesn't matter. They're about six years into a ten year contract, and no bit. And listen, if you want to say you're taking blood money, fine. But you know, most of us, every time we we buy food that travels by truck, train, or boat, every time we turn on our heater or air conditioner, every time we put gas into our car. We are actually giving money to Saudi Arabia. At least WWE is taking it. So, so, uh, so they're they are actually they're actually impoverishing the, the the country. They're taking they're they're extracting blood money out of the country. They're actually heroes. <laughs> Jesus Christ, but there you go. There's the story, man. You know, money talks and bullshit walks. Because if you got money, you know, everyone can look past you know all the bullshit that goes on with whatever particular country it is what it is what are people crying about now more than anything else the the cost of gas and food well what do you think that's because oil russia and ukraine well that's only 10 percent of it i mean the 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 the, there's also the erdogan problem in the aegean with greece with with israel and you know where most of the oil is it's in the gulf <sighs> that's why I mean it was only it wasn't many years ago where Saudi Arabia was literally like a third world country man like legitly even UAE but then they found oil and that that all changed it's been a it's it's been a good 50 years for them yeah uh, on that at least uh, you know for Maybe certain less families. Even. but you know in, in, in 50 more you know it'll probably be done well, mushallah to that. I mean, we'll have, we'll have dilithium crystals by then, just like uh, <laughs> Star Trek, right? Oh boy. Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, and I assume that uh, Sheikh bin Salman must have booked this whole show too, right? I mean, 
<laughs> think about it. I don't. I don't think he has any interest in booking the show or, or cares. As as long as uh, you know a certain level of star power is there. Yeah, you book Lesnar Lashley now or a cathead. I, I That's what he don't, says. Yalla. I don't think it's very hard to to, to do with with Vince goes hey. Rob, you come, you get one and a half million dollars. You'll be the first one on. You get on the first plane out. Okay. In the private jet, mind you, like he always does to get the fuck out of fucking Saudi Arabia. And everything. The... I mean, sometimes he rides the private elk, sometimes the moose, sometimes a jet. Hey, man. Look, I take my head off to Brock. He doesn't give a fuck where it is. You could put him, you could take him to Timbuktu. Literally, like we're talking about off the air. Mm. You can literally take him there. You pay him the fucking moolah. He'll wrestle for you anywhere. Timbuktu I mean, is lovely this time of year. Timbuktu. I mean, what can we call a WWE pay-per-view from there? Oh, sorry, a live premium event. Can we call it <laughs> Battle in Timbuktu? I don't know. What, what could you possibly call it? The Crown uh, Timbuktu? Melee in Mali? The Mali <laughs> no, Massacre? Have, the uh, but you have to have Timbuktu in there. <laughs> there you go. There you go. We have a wiener. That one's the one, man. Timbuktu sweet. Can you imagine that shit? God damn it. It'll be a too sweet heaven in Timbuktu sweet. Anyway, let's move on. Heck, let's get into the card, as a matter of fact, Jeff. We spoke a lot of politics. We spoke about Timbuktu. But... Are we speaking of Crown Jewel? We are right now. And I can't believe the first matchup, I mean, other than we getting Titus O'Neil at the start, where he wanted to say, let's fucking go, but instead he said, let's freaking go, but whatever. Titus doesn't say fucking anyway. You know what? I didn't mind that intro though, man. The one thing that did annoy me about the whole show before I get into the first matchup, it felt like one big infomercial and a whole bunch of propaganda for Saudi Arabia and WWE anyway. Did it not feel that way? I've never seen no. so many packages and so many ads after every match on a WWE Premium Live event ever until now. Um, no, you're just you have just tuned out seeing the flow, the the match flow sponsored by Progressive. You, you, you uh, don't even notice anymore uh, for the Pizza Hut stuff. But yeah, the, I do the, actually. Progressive on SmackDown every time, and, and I love how they how they have counted pilgrims who go on an annual hajj as tourists <laughs> five million of them mind you jeff i scoffed when i heard that shit i'm like that is bullshit like literally it's fabulous it's it, it's amazing fabulous you know, saudi arabia jeff that's what you gotta say tourists and it's <laughs> awesome but just, just like during so the cool. crusades all those tourists go into jerusalem <laughs> <laughs> I guess if they need a hotel and they oh, eat at the shit. restaurant's accounts, right? So, um, yeah, there was, there was a lot of that. But oh. I don't, I don't mind the stuff from Saudi Arabia because <laughs> at least it was funny. different and the pictures were pretty. Yeah, what sure. I mind is all the advertising for freaking WWE for the show I'm already watching. Stop <laughs> it! Stop doing that! Stop with all the downtime. You can uh, turn, turn your three-hour and forty-minute show into two hours and forty minutes, and you know. Uh -huh. Yeah, easily. There's only eight matches on the card when you think about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so our first match, of course, was Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. It was. Look at these two specimens. It was Brock. It Lashley was Bobby. Titans. 
It was Clash of the Titans, Clash of the Olympians. I mean, the King of Monsters, you could even say. I mean, these two guys, I, I must admit, I was surprised that it was the first match. But I was pumped for this match. But I hated this match in many ways, too. Luke as Cage much as I versus Thor. I mean, come on. <laughs> whatever you want. Or, you it's know. Zeus versus Thor. I mean, right. I mean <laughs> seriously. Okay, I really enjoyed this match until the end. And not even the way the ending That's was booked, I mean. although I didn't think it was well, perfect. Just how abruptly it ended. Like, all of a sudden, it's like, it's like somebody said to me, okay, time passes. <laughs> well, and that's what pissed me off, and I get it. Oh, shit, shit. What's going on? <laughs> it's shaking. Oh. I mean, <laughs> there's an earthquake going on. There's an earthquake going on in just pants right now. <laughs> it is Bobby Lashley. He's in the building, but wait for it, Jeff. He's about to go. Oh, my God. Oh, Orange Cassidy versus Chibata. Orange Cassidy versus Chibata. Orange Cassidy versus Chibata. Okay. Got him full on. It's cool. Orange Cassidy versus Chibata. Yeah. We've got an Bobby orange and a fucking piece of bread literally going at it on the other fucking company, the other company. And we've got two Clash of the Titans right here. I mean, think about that for a minute. That was a close call. <laughs> I wonder why he wasn't there, but um, yeah, that was a close call. But seriously, you hit the nail on the head. You look at the other company, they give you a piece of bread against a damn orange, and then you flip over to the other company, and they give you this as their very first match. It's Lashley, it's Lesnar. They've both got names that start with B, and they've both got last names in the, uh, starting with L. I mean, is it a coincidence? Maybe not. That's yeah. some Illuminati shit, wow. That's, that's, I'm sure there's probably 33 letters in between them for, you know, Absolutely. probably wrong. But uh, it is what it is. But um, it is the crown jewel, right? I mean, look at it. It's jewel, Illuminati, the Dunabees, the all-seeing eye. But anyway, I love this, like you said, until the end. But I understand why they did it. But I just didn't like how one-sided it was just for him to lose. Well, they just had so much empty downtime you know if the shit as the this got more annoying as the show went on because you realized how long it was going so they didn't have to rush this match but if, if they showed like bobby snapping and going crazy and you could tell he didn't care about the match he just wanted to hurt lesnar that would have made sense but this just made him look stupid and unaware so i guess it protected him because lesnar was obviously losing this was very much remember the, the, how Ronda Rousey lost to Liv Morgan uh, against WrestleMania. How stupid yeah, that was. was the run. It was the, stupid. It, it, this was very much the same thing. And when he's doing the hurt lock, his shoulders really aren't down. I mean, he's got muscles behind his muscles, so maybe like, <laughs> you know, the, the ultra deltarior delts were on the ground, and I guess that's good enough. But anyway. Whatever. Brock gets his win. He's the hero there. He gets his win. Bobby looks strong. I guess I'll have a rubber match and Bobby will win when it matters. Uh, but I do hope that this formalizes Bobby turning heel and reforming the Hurt Business because I don't know what else to do with Omos other than make him the enforcer for the Hurt Business, you know, and, 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 and get the gang together. Well, yeah. See, I was thinking the exact same thing. That's what I want too. And hopefully that happens. As far as him going heel... Surely that's the only way you go now. I mean, you have to. 
The right. fans were all chanting for Brock. They didn't actually. I mean, they they gave him a good sort of re, like reaction when he came out, but Brock's reaction was on another level compared to Lashley. Well, I mean, Brock is a star outside of wrestling, whether people like to believe it or not. Brock Lesnar is reasonably said a household name. I mean, from UFC. No, he just is. From, Come on. Yeah, I mean, he's he was what three-time heavyweight champion in UFC. So people know who Brock Lesnar is, and he was also a wrestling star from a time when wrestling was much bigger. So he's sort of a throwback, like like you know, sort of like Randy Orton is. I mean, Randy Orton he's is kind of in the middle. Like you're right about him being a throwback, but he blends in with both generations easily. Right. Like, he's, like if you, know. you if you go to ten houses on your block and you say, "Have you heard of Brock Lesnar?" Probably ten out of ten houses would say, "I've heard of Brock Lesnar." If you go, "Have you heard of Randy Orton?" Maybe four would, you know, would some some would have heard of him, wrestler, right? But no, absolutely, and I agree. But you know what? They don't have as much of a name as say a Hulk Hogan would, or The Rock, or Steve Austin. No, no, no. I mean, See, everybody knows three, who Hulk Hogan is, and, and Flair, everybody... and Flair as well. You can well, go to like any country, and my, people know exactly who they, who they are. My eighteen-year-old didn't know that Dwayne Johnson was ever a wrestler. What, He's like, yeah, yeah. oh, The Rock. Me. I'm like, oh, yeah, he was a wrestler. He's like, he was? But the news John Cena was somehow, yeah, so. Well, Cena still appears, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's still there. Like, we get him at least once a year, at the very least these days, you know what I mean? So, but, but I'm also, surprised he was, he... When he watched wrestling as a kid, John Cena wrestled. Randy Orton wrestled. He... He knew Stardust. He did not. He's like Cody Rhodes was Stardust, right? I'm like, yeah, and and you know, Goldust is his brother, Dustin Rhodes. He's like, who's Dustin Rhodes? <laughs> yeah, well, that that's that's obvious. I mean, when was the last time Goldust was Dustin Rhodes pre Goldust? I mean, he was oh. short term in WWE, even if you remember as Dustin Rhodes. I'm, right, I'm, just, very, I'm just very using cool. one of my kids that I'm a wrestling fan. It's always sort of been in the background. They they watched wrestling for about a year. Like normal people, they grew out of it <laughs> by the time they were, you know, 10. Um, but, you know, but the, you know, they, you know, they know who Randy Orton is. They know who Brock Lesnar is. They know who John Cena is. They know who Dwayne Johnson is. They didn't know The Rock was a wrestler. Um, and there's no way on earth, and they have no idea who Kenny Omega is or what a Kenny Omega oh. is. Oh. <laughs> what did I say? That? Huh? And they oh, certainly don't know what Shibata is or, or Orange Rind is. <laughs> I can't believe it. A fucking piece of bread and a fucking orange on the other channel. Anyway, it doesn't anyway, matter. I actually really enjoyed this match until the abruptness of the end. It could have used three or four minutes there with with if 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 uh, Bobby was snapped and was like going total heel. I would have gone that way too. Uh, but like I said, I understand. Because can you imagine the, the the negotiations of how this match was going to go between the three parties, I assume, whoever no was the agent? negotiations. I don't know. No, I no, but know. get this. In real life, you know, go back to night one. Was it night one or day one, whatever the fuck it was called, you know, last year mm-hmm. or this year for the pay-per-view, the first premium live event of WWE. Day one, you mean? Day one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you remember how Roman had caught COVID and he couldn't be in the main event last second? Yep. and Brock came in as a replacement mm-hmm. Lashley was actually gonna like boycott the match he didn't want to be part of the match because of Lesnar being part of it and Lesnar actually winning he didn't like 
what it would do to his character. So then they booked the way where Lashley looked strong too. Essentially, that's what happened. Then he got his win at Royal Rumble. I've always said this, Jeff, and it's not a conspiracy theory. I reckon it's fact. His injury to his pec, not his pec, to his bicep, was bullshit. He did that to protect himself because of his loss to Brock Lesnar, funny enough, at Crown Jewel or whatever it was last time around in Saudi Arabia. I truly believe that, man. He he came back a lot sooner than later, first of all, right? Yeah. And there was nothing wrong with his damn bicep when he came back, right. and he's been fine since. And I've also been noticing this. He takes a lot of suplexes that way, right on his right shoulder instead of yes. on, instead of flat on his traps and his neck. And I'm thinking maybe there might be something wrong with his neck as opposed to he'd rather take it on his arm. But whatever it is, there's also a pretty major difference that, you know, day one and your typical pay-per-views are part of his contract. There's a, there's a bonus for going to Saudi Arabia. And oh, the bonus oh, is probably sure. high six figures for for. for <laughs> Put it this way, I think anyone that's booked on this card walks away pretty happy and probably, you know, makes the most money, I dare say, even more than WrestleMania, man. Uh, yeah, I think so, because it's, it's almost all pure profit. And, you know, they. so I'm guessing that, you know, I, I don't I don't really know what it is, but I'm guessing the Brock gets at least a million bucks for it. At if least. not Goldberg money, so a million and a half. So I'm guessing Well, Shawn Michaels got three million for his comeback match. If he got three did. mil, Shawn Michaels. You know That's when right. they had the tag team match? Three million. Legit. So, so I'm guessing that, you know, the other the regular WWE regulars, you know, they they probably get, you know, someone between four hundred and, and six hundred thousand to show up on the show. Yeah, and we're talking about your lower mid-carders are probably getting that sort of money just to be there, man. 100%. Surely you would. And why not? I'd be happy. I mean, shit. I wouldn't go out. I would stay in my room in Saudi Arabia. I wouldn't want to walk around anyway. But Why would you? Listen, I, I, I go to the, when I've been to Jamaica I, or the the or uh, the Mayan Riviera in Cancun, you don't leave your resort. In the Bahamas, you, you barely leave your resort. I went to I went to in Saudi Arabia. They're staying in a five star hotel, which has a you know I'm sure a beautiful pool and everything you could want. It's, yeah, sure. So it's a it's a three day vacation, and you get you know let's say even if the if Dakota Kai only gets a seventy five thousand dollar bonus mm-hmm. for being on the show, so what? <laughs> I think she she gets at least a hundred thousand. Let's least. say she let let's say she does, and and I'm picking on her and just saying that. Yeah, so she's an NXT call up, you know, in a group, probably, probably one of the lower paid people on the main roster. I don't, I, I don't know if any of this is true or not, but let's just say you, she gets a hundred thousand just for this one show. She probably makes two hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year. She just, she just made a third more. Oh, for sure. And yeah, let's be fair. Professional wrestlers are underpaid compared to a lot of other things. And personally, I think especially a WWE superstar because of their schedules. They deserve to get maybe NBA type of money because these guys don't stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't think they deserve that sort of money? Anywhere near the revenue of the NBA. No, it's not. No, 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 no. I'm talking about money-wise, though. By the how much they put on the line, like their bodies are on the line 24/7. I mean, they don't stop, man. Practically, I mean, they do sometimes, right? But what I mean is, it's just continuous, 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 continuous. There's no, like, I love how wrestling stuff. fans try to convince themselves as 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 long as they live that ra- wrestling is actually a sport. Look, it's it's debatable, man, because it's how you 
look to me it's sport also it doesn't just because it's um and this is very it's it's always like tomato tomato here right because people are going to think one way others are going to think this sure it is predetermined right i get it but it doesn't mean it's not competitive you know what i'm saying i mean seriously i mean the shark game in itself is a sport the political game in the back just to get to your you know to the highest every workplace has a political game i know and everyone says that but i'm but i bet the wrestling one would be ruthless especially with all the egos in the back you know what i mean if it was ruthless explain Dolph ziggler i mean come on <laughs> ziggler is just part of the furniture though jeff i mean no, that, that, you know he's earned to, it's like the Miz the Miz was hated by his peers for a long time he had to eat shit for years in WWE until he finally earned like his spot because of just longevity and just being there still you know what I mean and still a relatively big star his character is I'm the veteran who eats shit and then complains right. about it well, and every now and then they give me a title it. right well but he's deserved, at, I mean he's won everything and I have a, and I have a TV show on USA. And by the way, look at my wife. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Say what you will about Mike Mizanin, but you know what? He's better than you, and we all fucking know it. I hate to say it, but it's true. I mean, right. look at his wife. Listen, look at his life. Ken Kerchival never complained that Clint Barnes never got one over on J.R. Ewing because that was his role in Dallas. I mean, that's, that's on. I'm, I'm dating myself, obviously. Anyway, so this, this match ended abruptly, but Bobby's kept strong. Lesnar gets the win. By the time Lashley got back to the locker room, Lesnar was already over the Red Sea. <laughs> yeah, oof, he's gone on a jetpack. He's, <laughs> he's, he's probably, probably in the, he's probably already in the Mediterranean by that time. Wow, man. Uh, it's unbelievable, man. Uh, WB, it's, it's, it's one of a kind of a company, man. That's what, that's what Someone, sort of uh captain's like if you look to your right you'll you'll see uh cypress and malta he's like i don't give uh-huh. a fuck sorry <laughs> sir say anything to me i don't want you to say sorry so <laughs> i'll say he doesn't care he's literally a mercenary like if you if you want to call a mercenary in sports or even in sports entertainment professional wrestling he's the definition of what you call a mercenary in this sort of game he truly is. I mean, he just goes where the money goes. You don't pay him, you don't show the up. The only thing I don't Simple. understand is why somebody has a remade Predator and cast him in the Jesse Ventura. <laughs> oh, I mean, that'd be awesome. can you see him going, ain't got time to bleed? <laughs> don't make me put the Predator theme on. Imagine that as his theme too coming out. He should be playing Predator though. I mean, think about it. Like, even though it's, a, you know, all those fangs, whatever the fuck it is, right? Can't you picture Rock's face morphing into that? I always thought that he would be like he should have been cast in in Marvel like as the Juggernaut. Oof, oh, that'd, be, that'd be funny. I'd laugh at that though if they overdo it like the Juggernaut or the Rhino. Uh, yeah, you know what? No, I don't know. Man, he could play all sorts of characters, really. Though I'm not sure what if you he think can. About it. I, I, I have no idea. Now that I heard about, his voice, I'm uh, not so sure about. Yeah, true that. Well, he's a real cowboy, unlike the other friggin' company. That's all I'm going to say. Now, Brock, Brock is Brock, though, man. I mean, I don't understand anyone that doesn't find him entertaining. Do you think when Hangman Page got concussed that he saw stars around his head or butterflies (laughs) or pink roses floating around his head? Well, 
Oh, I dare go with pink roses and butterflies. Yeah, I'm pretty right, sure right you've seen those. Butterflies, yeah. Absolutely. One of them two or both. He don't mm-hmm. see no cowboys. He don't see no Indians. He just sees flowers and butterflies. Mm-hmm. Anyway, one more thing before we move on. Do you like the fucking full Nelson the Hurt Lock, dude? First yes. of all, it does not hurt in real life. If you apply that to anyone, it doesn't hurt. It's absolutely useless. But the perception of the move looks like it hurts. Like, you know what I mean? It actually looks good, but it sucks in real life. It does not hurt at all. That's what the only thing I don't like about it. If you know that, it kind of ruins it a little bit for me. Well, mo- most people aren't always getting arrested by the uh, territorial police like you are. So, <laughs> put in, used to be put into restraint holds. Uh, no, I like I like the hurt lock just fine. Fair enough. If Jeff likes it, then I guess I like it too. There well, anyways, as, as Jeff said, Brock Lesnar wins by pinfall by reversing the hurt lock into a pin. As Lashley didn't realize he had his shoulders down essentially, and and clearly. This was done to protect both men, but more importantly, probably protect Lashley because at the end of the day, both these guys... I mean, I, I think Lashley would have taken forever to, to agree to that sort of ending. He had to look strong. I hope they continue on because I get the impression that this thing is not finished yet. I think there'll be a, I think there'll be a third match and Lashley will win the trilogy. I mean, one clean... Be one... It'll be the fourth match because the first was... Oh, okay. Well, the, the first was a million years ago, but the, the, the I mean, no, the one no, where Roman could. speared Brock, you know, and then Lashley won, and then then you got this one, and then you'll have one where Lashley has to win, you know, clean. I, I think, or they'll just forget it. You know, like you said, it could have oh, just been a mercenary you know, spectacle match for for Brock. Who can, Brock Lesnar isn't here for stories anymore. Brock Lesnar is the story. He's he's hot shot booking. It's a, you That's know true. when if there's an emergency break glass, you find Brock. Uh, it's it's better than Goldberg, but it's getting Goldberg-esque. Yeah, you're not you're not wrong actually. But uh, post match, Lashley puts Brock in the hurt lock again, and chokes him to a more vivid shade of purple than usual. Jeff, he looks pretty beat up by the end of it. Yeah, no, this 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 was good, and this this was Lashley going full heel, and I, I think that the hurt lock is representative of the hurt business, and and I think that we're gonna. We're going to get the gang together. I, I don't know if there's room for Cedric, but Shelton for sure, MVP, right. almost, Lashley. Release Cedric already, please. He's useless. Yeah, you need no, a jobber class. I, I, yeah, I, but I no charisma, none, none of that shit. No charisma whatsoever. He's just Jobbers don't blame. need charisma. They just need to lose. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, I guess. Anyway, after this matchup. What, what charisma after- did Israel Matia have? Rene Goulet went like this, and SD <laughs> Jones went... True. When you put it like that, what about fucking Sam Houston? Vacuum of charisma. <laughs> and so skinny, Vacuum, he didn't, he didn't cast that. a shadow. Oh, shit. Unlike his brother. See Sam Houston. Kendall Windham, another vacuum fucking. Terrible. Like, seriously. But Barry Windham, on the other hand, was a different story. Yeah, I was, Windham was awesome. He didn't ooze charisma, but he looked like a, a motherfucker that would kick your ass. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. That's all the talk now with him. Remember when he jumped to WWE and he was called the Stalker? <laughs> well, that was that was the second time. It's the first time. Oh, it was the second with time. Mike yes, yes. the US no, you're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, the second time in the in the mid nineties. What a disgrace! The fucking Stalker, dude. 
Do people even remember the stalker? Anyone watching or listening, tell us if you remember the damn stalker, Barry Windham. Yeah, I think people remember the DDP stalker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, well, it's true. I, I, I think no one will remember Barry Windham as a stalker. He was pretty much a G.I. Joe ripoff called yeah, the stalker. So. Yeah, but they also got rid of that pretty quickly. And, and then what That's was hitting, uh, the guy who's now Bradshaw that they were... Um, the, the Justin Hawk Bradshaw back then. Hawk Bradshaw, yeah, they were the, yeah. the Blackjacks. I used was, to love the black, the new Blackjacks at the time. They were perfect because yeah. they legitly looked like the second coming of the Blackjacks in many ways. And I think if they stuck to it, they could have been a badass fucking team for many years to come, dude. They used to whoop ass. Yeah, they were good, but I mean, you can't argue with how things turned out for JBL. Barry Windham is because oh. you know, I don't know, uh, you know, he. he went back to the horsemen and whatever but I think that you know for his brothers he would have liked to have stayed in the fed no doubt man I agree it's funny because I haven't thought of them in so many years you bringing up the new blackjacks brought me way back again and yeah no I like them as a team 100% anyway let's move on Jeff because uh, after that we get a Liv Morgan video package and then we get Alexa Bliss and Oscar interviewed backstage by Byron Saxton who's wearing an incredibly loud Transformers Generation 2 colored suit, which is kind of weird. Anyway, but Bliss says you can't put them on the shelf for a few weeks and get rid of them. This is months of retaliation coming to haunt damage control. And then that's it. I mean, what the fuck yeah. is up with Saxton, by the way? No, well, Saxton's suit was absurd. He looked like he was like auditioning for Clown College or something. I don't know. Um, but, the, him, dude. but but the upside down firefly in distress thing oh, appeared yes, on the, on the screen. You're yeah. right. That's true. And the pause there. I mean, Oscar and the interviewer acted like nothing happened. It was like only Alexa Bliss realized what was going down, whereas everyone else kind of. Uh oh. No, 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 you don't. We, oh, we, no. Are, we are pleased She's, by this no. development. <laughs> we are very I'm pleased dying. by this development. Oh no, you didn't. Maybe right. you're gonna be back in business soon. Oh no. Oh, what's that in the background? What's going on, Jeff? Why? Chibata has... and Orange Castle. Chibata and Orange Castle. Chibata and Orange Castle. Chibata and Orange Castle, please, sir. Please. If there's a god out there. Anything we want WrestleMania. Anything involving Rocky Romero. Anything involving Rocky Romero. <laughs> Talk about vacuums and charisma. I mean, seriously. Anyway, where were we? Uh, where did that little rascal go? Hold on, hold on. I'm Matt Taven. Okay. <laughs> oh man, stop it. Where is Matt Taven? Didn't he sign or not? Nobody. <laughs> he's just gone. He's there one second, gone the next. Instead of gone in sixty seconds, can we just say gone in five? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody can. Well, anyway, back to the segment with Alexa Bliss. It seemed like Asuka and Saxton were both paused in like a trance. Like, not a trance, but like they weren't aware of what was going on. It was only essentially Alexa Bliss that realized. This is to be a Hameen Media Group Channel Attitude exclusive. Okay? Oh. People thought the Wyatt Six was going to be a faction. 
it's generally considered that the Wyatt Six is actually all the thoughts inside Ray's head, maybe every incarnation of his character. But what if? People are saying, ooh, Broken Live. Oh, it's Alexa. Why not both? The Wyatt Six are going to be his gaggle of lost lines. Alexa. Oh, I mentioned that. Morgan. What's Lacey Evans doing these days? Nothing. Oops. Oh. Where was Tiffany? And he has them on leashes, bro. Nowhere. <laughs> Oops. Aaliyah, where is she? She's gone. Oops. Oh, no. Even Mercedes Martinez is gone. The, you the notice Wyatt. that? Who? <laughs> Mercedes Martinez. Even she hasn't been in our pages. And she's not blonde. Thunder Rosa. Not blonde. She could be one of them. She hasn't been there. Hey. No, it needs to be Lost Blonde Girls. Now, Charlotte is Lost Blonde, but I I don't think that the... the, the, You know what? Charlotte's the sixth. That's fine. She'll be the leader. Imagine that. Sasha Banks is Sister Abigail. It's going to be like the Nancy Girls. Oh, that would be awesome. If they had the balls, legitly had the balls, and went all out with that character, my God, Mm. the possibilities are endless. That, would that be is so the Wyatt Six. I know, look, we're talking shit, guys. This is not what's going to happen. It's what's but damn happen. it, you made me believe for a split second, but instead, Orange Cassidy and Shibata. Orange Cassidy and Shibata. But uh, we get that instead, Jeff, unfortunately. But Lily, uh, hopefully Lily can't... Whoa, where'd she go? Oh, she's back. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone that didn't see that, oh man, because people on the download probably don't have a clue what happened there and why we just started laughing. They don't. Don't describe it. People have to. Oh, people right, need to be right. more timely. We need to that was funny. That was fucking funny, man. <laughs> there's a reason to watch live, and they need to know there's yeah. a, there's a price to be paid for not. Fucking hell, I'm in tears, man. <laughs> that was great. Anyway, so the oh. <laughs> Man, that, that threw me off so fucking bad. Damn white rabbit. Damn you, Lily. Anyway, God, we've got to get away from Bray. He hypnotizes everybody. <laughs> just remember the white rabbit because who knows? What you just said was such fantasy land that I actually stopped for a second and thought about it like it was actually going to happen. And so I got excited. You need a job after the release cross. You know what, man? I wouldn't be surprised. You know what? Do you want to talk about someone that actually's been a little overrated? I think in their second run. Let's just go I in order. To... Let's just go matches in order. All right, we'll get to it. But I, I, you bring up a funny point. Don't don't anyway. worry. You, you you'll get your chance. You won't forget. All right, good. Well, our second matchup is between Alexa Bliss and Asuka, who are your WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. I mean, no, it's wait, it is. Yeah, they won it last week on Raw. Yeah. And uh, it is for the Women's Tag Team Championships going up against Damage Controlling Dakota Kai and Io Sky. And uh, you know what? This match sort of um, started off kind of shit, but it picked up towards the end. I mean, it got pretty decent in my book. But last week's booking was clearly done for a reason on Raw. So they can give the Saudis a title change of some sort. So let them lose the belts on Raw. Title change. Title change. Bin Salman was asking for. Jupiter H said, sure. Title change. And here we are. 
You're right. And Dana Brooke is the sixth. Uh, Now you lost me. You lost me. Come on, dude. Why not some scary Asian chick like an EO Sky? Because they have to be blonde. Uh, Yeah, make it blonde. I'm making them blonde. I mean, seriously, imagine it with like black eyes though, or red eyes. Yo can wrestle. She doesn't need to be in a gang of six. Dana can. She does. But she can be like the real <laughs> submissive one, if that makes any sense. <laughs> like, yeah. you she's on a leash. She's got a dog collar on. He's got a. He's got them all by chains, Come dude. On, that's Let's go that far. <laughs> right, this is oh my god! All right, so listen. Uh, the, the, the bad guys were all in white, which is weird. But were they like more like stormtroopers, or were they more like Power Rangers? I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> I um, good question. It was a kind of a, a of a cross. It seems. Yeah. I'll go with Power Rangers and Stormtroopers at this point. I felt Power know. Rangers. Um, listen, go, go Alexa Power and Rangers? Oscar really isn't a team that makes a lot of sense. Obviously, we all know what's happening with Alexa. Our insider information has been telling us <laughs> this for months now. It's it's clear as day. Um, Oscar doesn't need a tag team partner. This was, you know. Nikki Cross is the one who interfered and, you know, to sort of protect them a little bit and whatever. This this match was fine. There's nothing great. It was a good Raw match. It was not a very good pay-per-view match, but it's not a pay-per-view. It's PLE. Oh, that's right. It's a PLE. It almost sounds like performance-enhancing events. But exactly. um, and, <laughs> that's what this and, was. <laughs> and what, what are, are Damage Control now like the the three time tag team champions? <laughs> or are they just the two? Time? I mean, I, I can't. Wait, even... they lost it twice. I think they did. I think it is their third time. As a matter of fact, you're right. I don't even. I, I don't even know. Do you think today is Sunday? Do you think that tomorrow night we see Sasha and Naomi coming back to challenge them already, or too soon? Too soon. I would save them for Survivor Series, maybe. I think so, too. Also, because I know that Sasha's just getting back into wrestling shape. She's been training with Juventud de Guerrero. The Jews? Mm-hmm. The Jews? Of all people. It's the, the Jews again. <laughs> the Jew, the, is, the, is that according to Kanye or, or, or according to Sasha at, at this point? I mean... Which Jews are we talking about? According to Mercedes Renato Tone, <laughs> she, she has been posting pictures and videos of herself training with Juventud Guerrero. The Jews. Juventud Guerrero. The Jews. All Jews. Not the Jews. Not like the Jews that Ye has been talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. That's right. Not Kanye West. Ye. Yeah. Like our yeah. juice, like you dip your French dip into the sand. <laughs> Man, you've been fucking funny the last few <laughs> the last few shows. Anyway, I like this new and improved Mr. Jeff Lippman, and this is good. This is funny shit. I keep going back. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> it sure will. Anyway, um, like we'll say, Damage Control retained their women's well, not retained. They win it again. After I mean, you might as well say they retained it because, like I said, money doesn't really count in my opinion. But yeah, they become your new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, and nothing changes there. Anyway, afterwards, we do get a little Becky Lynch video package, actually, Jeff. I assume she'll be back by Survivor Series also. Survivor Series, I think, is too soon. I'm not sure. But you know what? She's she's um, she's um going to play Cindy Lauper in the Rock and Wrestling movie. 
There's gonna be a rock and racing movie. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Just, no. Oh, in Young Rock. In Young Rock, I think she's. Oh. Wait. Oh. I don't know what it is, but yeah, she's playing Cindy Lauper in a rock and wrestling thing. Young Rock doesn't make any sense because he was thirteen years later. Yeah, strange. I was gonna say, what's he's got to do with the rock? Jimmy's, but you know, Jimmy's gyros and kebabs. We deliver. That's it's bananas or us. <laughs> we peel him, you eat him. Jim speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, oh wait a minute, I'm off. No, I believe yeah. my battery died. My phone's not ringing. Oh sure. Nah, my phone died. Damn, that's not good. I need to <laughs> charge my phone quickly before is I come it, back. On is that parole and probation? Well, yeah, parole and probation. But by the sounds of things, <laughs> you know what? Let me get a charger. Tell tell everyone what's next. I'll be back in the jiffy. I don't know what the fuck is next. <laughs> oh, well, I'll tell you what's next, Jeff. Before I go and get my charger, right. it is your boy Carrion Cross versus Drew McIntyre. Okay, well, listen, I got things here. All right. And he's right to say Karrion Cross is my boy because I am a fan of Karrion Cross. I have been a fan of Killer Cross since I first saw him in Lucha Underground, since uh, Impact, uh, MLW, and, and other places as well. I thought he had a, a look. I thought he got a bum rap um, when they took him to the main roster. Uh, you know, I thought it was weird that they had to have him lose a title to a really out of breath Samoa Joe. What's wrong with the NXT guy coming up with the title? They've done it before. If you want to make someone strong, do it. The the the, the weirdo loss to Jeff Hardy was strange. It was hard with Jeff Hardy being the heel in that. The, the obviously the outfit was weird. So. I was really glad when they brought him back. They give him his music. They give him Scarlet. They give him the the smoke. The presentation is great. He's bigger. He's not as cut, but he's bigger. He's he just looks like he should be the whole package. And people don't care. The best reaction he's gotten was in Riyadh. And I've decided that it's because he wrestles too much like a plotter. Braun Strowman moves more quickly than he does. And I know his thing is like I'm the methodical killer, but like that's old and unless you're going to kill somebody you can't be the methodical killer i mean literally keith lee and braun Strowman wrestle faster than he does almost wrestles at the same pace as him so you know it doesn't make sense when you've got people like brock lesnar and bobby lashley and braun Strowman and drew mcintyre who are the same size or bigger than he is wrestling faster than he is um he has to wrestle more like road warrior hawk and less like road warrior animal um, so I'm not sure what to do with him, but I'm thinking he needs to either be someone's second, they're heavy, maybe like an LA Knight kind of person that, that they, seems like you could do a lot with him, but he's 40 and it's sort of do or die. So maybe make him his bodyguard second, his heavy, um, or you find him a tag team partner where, where it works, where they just work off each other and, and sort of gets that road warrior kind of mystique. Anyway, this match, I didn't like it. Um, probably no surprise now. It was too slow, wasn't vicious enough. I have heard that Drew McIntyre was very sick during it, and that might have had an effect sick? on things. Yeah, like flu-like symptoms, and like he had a fever, and he was sweating the whole time, and he went, he went through it. But, you know, I didn't like that they used uh, the mace twice, t- two matches in a row, and this time it looked like it had no effect on Drew, or the ref, um, but 
drew, I guess, the excuses that he was sick, and I guess maybe he, he just wasn't thinking clearly. He didn't know how to act, but then don't do the match. I don't know. And I think at the end, it was supposed to be more of a photo finish, but I think because Drew was not at full strength, he probably felt his grip going or just forgot where he was and jumped down to make it a clear thing because I think it was supposed to be more of a photo finish type of thing. But I thought the whole thing was lame because there was a time where Drew was nowhere near Cross. Scarlett had opened the door. Cross is there. He's crawling hand over hair as slow as possible. And Scarlett's not reaching in to pull him out, which she could totally do. It's no disqualification. Um, then at the end, when Drew's climbing the, the, the ladder, now she's reaching in, she's trying to pull. So all of a sudden she remembered she could do it. All of a sudden she remembered she had arms. So the booking of this match made no sense to me. And Raj Geary uh, tweeted earlier in the day, he's like, Drew's got to win this match, right? I'm like, I really think that Cross has to win this match. You know, Drew could use the time off and otherwise Cross is done, right? Um, and he did, he lost. And you know, I'm going to stand by my words. It seems like Cross is done. I mean, unless he starts moving quickly and killing people, and it can't be jobbers anymore because already, they already built him on, on killing jobbers, and they already moved him up to killing, like, Ricochet. And Gulak, he's, it's got to be... Some people have to be sacrificed that aren't, you know, in maximum male models. Like, even if it's Xavier Woods or, you know, or... or Butch or Ridge Holland or whatever. There, there are people who have wins who need to be sacrificed if they want to do something with him as a solo star or you need to put him with someone. Anyway, this match was clunky. It was slow. I thought it was boring. Um, I didn't think either person really looked particularly well. They did remember to use the cage as a weapon, which is nice. Sometimes that gets forgotten in cage matches. Um, but I didn't take it. I, I, I thought the whole, the whole I, I thought the best thing was Scarlett's outfit with those spikes that she, you know, glued to her face or whatever. That was cool. Beyond that, the rest of the match was sort of lame. I agree. I, this, I, I just think these two have no chemistry whatsoever. I agree. They're, They're terrible don't, together. Terrible. Yeah, it's, it's it's strange. But let me be honest for a second, Jeff. And I'm going to say, I might get heat for this, right? And I'm a Cross fan. Make no mistake about it. First of all, he's put on weight, dude. He's looking flubbier than usual, man. He doesn't look think, as jacked. I think he tried to get bigger and thicker on purpose, though. But why? He's not as ripped, but... He's nowhere near as ripped as he right, used to he's, be. He's thicker. It's, it's sort of like reverse Wardlow. Wardlow has gotten slimmer but more ripped. Um I think he. I don't. I don't know. I don't really know. But yeah, he's. I agree with you. He's. He's. He's less cut, and he's. And he's. Puffier, bigger. However you want to look at it. But he's. It, it's. It's. It's not. A, he doesn't look two fifty anymore. He looks like he's probably closer to, two seventy. Easy two seventy five even. Right. Put it that way. And his hair. Please get rid of it, man. Please come on, Kevin Cross. You're real. Kev, get rid of that hairdo, man. Just saying. Yeah, the, the, the hair isn't helping anything. And, oh, man, maybe I'm going too far by saying this, but is Scarlett doing too much? I feel like she's just doing too much throughout the whole match, dude. I think she needs to chill out a little bit. You know what I mean? She doesn't have to, like, always be doing sort of something. Well, I feel like she does because otherwise we might fall asleep. But the, the problem with what with her doing a lot is that 
it's mostly ineffective. And even when it's effective, it looks stupid. Like the mace spray, the pepper spray looks stupid the first time. And then you do it twice and it didn't even work the second time. So it, it's oh, like, what, the what they're having her do is, is, is dumb. But if they're going to, if she's going to do it, it should work. It should. Otherwise don't do it at all because it just makes cross look even more silly. Right. And, 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 can... and not in a good way either. He looks dumb. I mean, what 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 does you know? Drew developed a, 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 an immunity to, to to pepper spray or, or you know or maize. I mean, <laughs> he evolved already, Jeff. Yeah, I mean, but <laughs> he's like he's like Wolverine. I mean, what what the hell? No, I this <laughs> match Scottish... and and I don't think we're going to get heat for it. I just think that we're overly influenced because a lot of the podcasts we we listen to are in and around, you know. Kevin Castle and and Don Tony, and even though they're not together anymore, Kevin Cross was a fan of the show and has a relationship with both of them. So, you know, so a lot of the people that we know, including Don Tony and Kevin, and Kevin through you know through Kevin, the wrestling suit guys and and Drew Yari, and, and you know some of the people are in our no mistake. We're all connected story. to him, Jeff too. That's the thing. So we know a lot about Kevin Cross. Well, yeah, but but also because these are friends of ours, cyber friends of ours, who are exactly you know right. one you know one degree away, or actually friends with him. You know, we we hear you know we, but I'm just going to call it the way I see it because I, I I was a, I was a Kevin I was a uh, Killer Cross fan before I knew what Drew Yari was, or before I listened to to wrestling Super right around the same time. You know, uh, you know, I, it was Lucha Underground, and and I, I think that it was. So you know, I was probably new to pod listening to podcasts at the time. So I certainly was. While I was probably listening to a lot of the same shows, it's not like I wouldn't say I was like a fan of them. I was probably still curating and deciding, you know, which ones I was going to listen to and which I was going right. to financially support and things like that. Um, so I'm a fan, but I'm, I'm just called the way. This doesn't make me happy. It makes me very unhappy because for years I've been saying this is exactly a Vince guy. This is a WWE guy. This is a big guy. He's over six feet tall. He's two fifty. He's jacked. He's got the cool tattoos. He's got the scary look. He's got the the shoot fighting background. He's got the the the, the hottest woman in wrestling. The whole act is great. It's got some you know dark magic occult stuff going on there, which I like. But he doesn't really rely on the, you know, the Satan stuff. The, you know, the it's not like the Fiend or the Undertaker. It's just like we're badasses and badasses, you know, like Satan. It's a, you know, closer to like how Alistair Black was before. Like I'm a Satanist, not 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 sort of like whatever he's doing with House of Black now. Uh, though I'm not sure he knows what he's doing with House of Black now. <laughs> anyway, this doesn't this this doesn't make me happy to talk. It makes me unhappy to say this, but I it it's just not working and i want it to work and and i i don't know how you don't make things succeed with this guy but i i know how to fix it he's got to kill people who matter and shanky isn't it and ginger mahal isn't it and you know those are like the you know the, the sacrificial lambs they had on, they have on the roster i mean you have to go a step higher you gotta get people who you don't want to take losses are gonna have to take losses Hundred percent, Jeff, and that's why this was the wrong matchup to go with between Karrion Cross and Drew McIntyre. But hopefully they don't screw it up. But I'm just worried because I feel like his second run. I don't know if he's, if they're exposing him, Jeff, per se, and they don't realize it. I feel like he's kind of getting exposed 
in many ways, dude. Like, I think they needed to like make him more scarce, should I say? Like, make him not appear all the time, man. For now, make him more mysterious. Because I tell you now, the people in Saudi Arabia had no fucking clue who the fuck Killer Cross is, man. I don't know. I mean, it sounded like they, he got a pretty good pop. They like they like the presentation of the introduction, but I think you're right that it's overexposed. And and the problem was they they had him killing people, but only when he was attacking them from behind. Uh, and in everything else, it's 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 sort of like he's he's getting these stipulations, which you think he seems to want or whatever. Or he'd get particularly brutal, but he he wrestles the same way. This slow plotting thing, and again. You know, if he was an attack team and he was Road Warrior Animal, it's fine. But you need a faster guy that's the Road Warrior Hawk. So it's like, you know, it's it's like it's like they're both. It's like he's both versions of the powers of pain. He's both the warlord and the barbarian. Two slow and demolition big guys. No, there's no hawk. There's no Haku there. The guy who comes in and, <laughs> and is trying to kill people as fast, and then the you know barbarian comes in and delivers the finisher or whatever. It, you know, he has got to speed things up. He has to. Yeah, no, he's exposing right. himself. He needs to speed things up. He needs to move faster. He can do the same moves. He just needs to do them faster. And they need to and they need to sacrifice some people, you know, and tell those people, listen, in in, in seven months, you know, we're gonna we're gonna make you look good. His style is very slow in his second run. You're right. It's very. How do I put it, man? Kind of methodical, but at the same time, it's not making the impact that it's supposed to. Not for me, anyway. Clearly not for you. And yeah, you need to speed it up a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, Right. It works for Solo Sokoa. Yes, first of all, he can speed up the pace, but also he's surrounded by the Usos who are, you know, who can fast as shit, and Sammy that's right. fast, and, you know, and Roman does the methodical thing, but he also speeds it up when he needs to. I mean... Take a cue from the biggest act. He's on the same show as you. I mean, you just when you get into the ring, speed it up. You know, go go for the kill. Uh, you know, don't go for seven minute wins. You're going for seven second wins. Yeah, spot on. No, you're right, man. And uh, I'm just worried about him, dude. Like, because possibly maybe Vince saw something that you know we all didn't see. For example, you know how he made him in that bondage version of Cross, whatever it was. Mm. I thought about it. He would be so demolition if he was around in the 80s. I'll tell you why. Think about it. You got Axe, Smash, Crush, and Cross. Mm-hmm. It rings. It goes perfectly. Demolition well, yeah. member Cross. You know, the 80s was a much more innocent time, but demolition was in total bondage gear. I mean, yeah. and I they never were. liked demolition because I, you know, being a kid from New York, I sort of knew what things were. I don't think yeah. that, like you know your average kid from Iowa, Indiana, or Oklahoma knew what that was. So well, it was all in your face in the eighties, especially in New York City. Right. I mean, I'm like, yeah, that's sort of like the crowds I see going to like you know the Village People, and then later on Frankie goes to Hollywood. <laughs> the Blue Oyster Bar, I mean, that, Jeff, you're talking about, and and you know that just I just didn't think of badass. I I didn't think of WWF's Road Warriors. I'm like. No, the Road Warriors would kill these guys. And and I know there's people who love demolition. I was just never one of them. And I just couldn't get past the outfits. Um, and, you know, listen, Vince tried this also with Farouk when he first came in. He was the blue gladiator. And now oh, he's with Cross with the, I mean, I don't know what it is with, with strange gladiator garb that, that Vince had to thing with. But I can't blame Vince for this. Yeah, I don't know, man. But like I said, it's just, I just hope they... They do cross right. Have him less 
Like, I don't want to see him in a match every week on SmackDown against, insert, whoever, job of this, job of that, or just some mid-carder. I, I want him to... I need something to him, because really, what is he? Right now, tell me, Jeff, do you have any idea who he's supposed to be? Because really, I don't. No, he's... he's... He's supposed to be a badass, that, 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 but he's bad, bad. He's big, bad Leroy Brown. Uh, <laughs> when he when he meets someone who's as tough or tougher than him, he ends up looking bad. Yeah, it's strange, dude. Uh, whatever. Uh, look, I think they need to re- they need to redefine his character a little bit and give us a little more sort of background about him. Because you know, I'd rather him be that transporter. You know killer for hire type of character that he was in TNA at one stage. That was his best version. And they better do it quickly because whether you like him or not, they're investing in the guy named Bray Wyatt who also wrestles a slow, plodding, overpower style that's also got sort of, it may not be the exact same kind of a cult, but it is sort of a cult voodoo sort of kind of thing. it's a it's a similar character, and they have a sort of a similar thing. I know that they're trying to yuck it up a little bit, but they have a similar thing in Dexter Loomis on on Raw. Uh, there's no. too many of them. There you go. You're yeah. right. I mean, there's just way too many of the same shit. And Cross's like peak was that friggin' hitman type character from TNA. That's the version I think that would get him most over. Fuck this paranormal version. Whatever it is, the Oracle, Scarlet. Look, come on, man. <laughs> well, also Judgment Day. I mean, they may be walking away from sort of the, you know, the the Brood 2.0 thing, but their presentation is still very much, you know, dark, occult, you know, Luciferian, you know, so, so something satanic, something pagan there. Uh, yeah, and then we got the Vikings also- going full into that. Uh, true too, but they also just, remind me of like a—I uh, don't want to say like a neo-Nazi group, right? But they kind of remind me, like especially Rhea Ripley could pass as one of those, you know, like. Have you heard of like uh, the Rumpel Stompers sort of thing? No, Jeff? but I mean, I think I know what you mean. I mean, if 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 she was a skinhead's girlfriend in a in a, a skinhead, biker gang, you could you right. you wouldn't be so surprised. Yeah, Cross on SmackDown probably was a mistake, and pairing him with Drew right away was also a mistake. I mean, maybe Cross in Judgment Day would fit. I mean, God knows Finn Balor doesn't fit in there. Um, If he's the Wardlow to Judgment Day, if you get my drift, where he doesn't say too much, but he's the muscle in the background, Mm -hmm. I'm all for it. Why not go there and see what happens? But if he's, like, talking, but he's a good talker. That's the thing. He can talk. But he's okay. I don't know. He I, over- I, I like, like what he says, but most people you exaggerate. Sort of don't. So, you know, I'm good. I, I think he's a good talker, but obviously people differ on that. And there's a lot of people that just don't like the TikTok and they don't like sort of the, you know, I'm creepy, spooky, I'm going to kill you, your time is up kind of thing. I mean, you know, but that's a wrestling thing. I like I liked it with Contra and Mads Kruger and, uh, in MLW, I like the Sinister Minister. I mean, you know, I, I, I like that. I like The Undertaker. I like Kane. You know, I, I like that shit. I like Papa Shango. What can I tell you? But, um, uh, yeah, that's my generation too. So, yeah, I, I've, I love them all too. When you think about it, Sinister Minister was awesome back in the day. But either speed it up or become somebody's second, become the muscle. And, you know, 
I know you got the, I, I know you got the girl, but maybe the girl just becomes part of the act. Like Zelina Vega is part of the act with Legado del Fantasma, and the fact that you're a couple doesn't play into it at all. Shit, no, spot on, man. You're right. And um, you know, anyone that, that disagrees with us about cross, I mean, come on, you got to be real, man. You know what I mean? Like, has it been that successful so far? Personally, I don't think so, but there is time, so we'll see what happens. But anyway, as we're saying, the new badass shouldn't have to cheat so often this early. And if you're going to cheat, you at least need to win. It's true. I mean, and if you're going to cheat, fucking win at least. But clearly, cheating doesn't even get him the win, unfortunately, or fortunately, whatever the case be. But Drew McIntyre does win by escaping the cage before fucking Cross escapes cage. What I don't understand. Why did he fucking try to climb over? Why not go through the door? Or was it the other way around? Uh, well, I mean, at first, Drew was going to go through the door, but then Scarlett closed the door and put the lock back in it because she had the key. So Drew started climbing, and then she realized what was happening. Cross was crawling towards the door, so then she opened it. I mean, Drew could have just jumped down and done it, but of course that wasn't the story. I do think it was supposed to be more... I, I think one day when this story is told, it was supposed to be a photo finish where it's not clear who won. Well, you could have had me fooled, Jeff. Well, I think th- I, th- I think that Drew screwed up because he wasn't at full strength, and I think the cross doesn't adapt. He just moves at a turtle he doesn't, speed, he really and, doesn't, that's, man. and that's and that's what he did. So it's I don't know. Weird, it's, it's a weird thing, dude. He, Maybe. You know, I think we're thinking too much. This was just not a good match. It wasn't well booked. It wasn't well conceived. It wasn't well executed. To be fair, this is not the first week I've been thinking like this. Even just the weeks leading up to it, Cross is not getting me like he used to, man. And I used to really think this guy is the next... <laughs> this is going to sound stupid. But I thought he could become the next rock and not in terms on in the wrestling business. I'm talking about in the movie business because I actually think he's got the mind to do Hollywood really right when you see him in interviews he's a great and well spoken like talker man and now well, I, think, I just feel like he's gone Batista backwards is man. more likely than The Rock he doesn't have the charisma or the, or the voice or the presence of The Rock but he does he does Batista yeah I, I could see him as a as a heavy in, in you know in movies you could see him in The Expendables or in G.I. Joe or but I'm talking about Cross here being in those type of movies yeah, yeah I'm talking about Cross also yeah, yeah. Um, but you know but he didn't he wants to stay in wrestling cool um, you know he's a professional and you know when listen I don't know him but I assume that what Kevin especially, but Kevin and DT report and miss from knowing them, knowing him a little bit through through Kevin Castle. I assume that that, that, that they speak truthfully. Um, and my own very, very, very limited interactions with Cross have been good. But what I'm saying is is that every now and he would like something I tweeted, or if I responded to a tweet, he acknowledged it, which is more than most celebrities or quasi celebrities do so this is not this is not like we've had conversations kind of thing but i'm inclined to like someone who acknowledges my existence um i can actually say the same thing he's always every time i've asked him something he's always responded and every time i praise him he's always liked it so yeah he's very approachable no doubt about it so yeah again this brings me no joy but something's got to change and i just hope that 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 they see it and he sees it and they either see what I, they either take some of our suggestions 
or have better ideas because you know um i've been watching wrestling a long time and there there's not that many things to do so it's true and we're fans of course make no mistake about it we just don't like the way he's kind of being portrayed whether it's his fault or not i mean i don't know i just think i don't know if it's rust or whatnot i don't know if he's trying to find something else if he is i'm just saying like if if i was him stick to what works best but there wasn't rust he, he he showed up at MLW. He, That's he true. worked NTC with CYN. W. He he did some indie shows. I mean, he was he was out and about. He wasn't working two hundred nights a week. Maybe he was. Maybe he was no, working no, more. Was I don't know. Much. So uh, I don't know. It, whatever. Well, it, whatever. It's, it's, we can right go now, on it's and on a, all night. it's an unhappy. It's an unhappy status. No, you're right. Absolutely. I mean, like I said, we can try to dissect him. The whole show we had to. Heck, we could probably do a whole show just about him. Mm-hmm. But we're here for Crown Jewel, and next we get another segment in the back where we see Roman Reigns and the Bloodline arriving at the arena minus Sami Zayn. Reigns refuses to answer the question about Logan's lucky punch, and Solo Sokoa then steps up to Brian Saxton after Paul Heyman walks up and mocks the idea of the lucky punch. Did you like this little segment, Jeff, or just not much to report? Just typical. Yeah, I mean, yes to both. I like the segment, but there's not much to. I mean, there's nothing to dissect. It was just a. Uh, you know the backstage like a raw you get a pop when when he comes in and they all come out together so then you get more pops you know it's true that apparently you know jewish people aren't allowed to step you know onto saudi arabia but apparently the rules change when your name is either goldberg or Heyman. you are allowed to come there i don't i don't know that's what i heard apparently the jews were banned at one stage i'm pretty sure at, at, at one stage probably at this stage clearly not yeah, weird. Just weird. if, well, if if that's still the case though, and them two are an exception, it blows my mind, dude. Uh, I don't know. Doesn't surprise me anyway. I bet Barry Horowitz could get there. I bet the, I bet I MJF could get there too. Oh, MJF, yeah. If they're wrestling, and, the and as his father, I could get there as well. <laughs> uh, you've probably been there, Jeff. Maybe. <laughs> Sheik what else explains extraordinary success? <laughs> yeah, you because Sheik Al Lipman. <laughs> literally it sounds Arabic suddenly anyway let's move on though because speaking of uh, you know dominatrix type of characters we get Judgment Day in Damien Priest Dominic Mysterio and Finn Balor versus the OC AJ Styles Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows mind you Rhea Ripley was at ringside and this is the first time I believe the commentators acknowledge that Rhea Ripley is possibly the leader of Judgment Day and they're right. She is. She's the breakout star. It was supposed to be Damian Priest. It's not. It's Rhea Ripley. If anything, Damian Priest has sort of fallen into the background. He's he's he, he's sort of similar to Cross, except he has a better. He's a better speaker. He's got a better no, he's voice. Much he's better. better. Yeah. Opinions. No. 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 Yeah. He's um, more entertaining to me than Cross. At least I know who Punishment Martinez is yeah or slash damien priest like it's but don't we have to have a little conversation about dominic and that no one gave two fucks about dominic and you could have blinked and forgotten he was even in this match that's true actually was he even in the match much it was three men against three men i mean rhea ripley you know won the match for the bad guys which was pretty cool um 
you know, as far as I know, nobody lost their head over it. Nobody got killed. But Dominic sucks. Nobody cares about Dominic. I, you know, I don't really, I still don't quite understand what Finn Balor is doing there, but I should get over that already. Um, I don't give a shit about the OC, but I, I will say that it was cool for them to acknowledge that Carl Anderson is the New Japan Never Openweight Championship. And they have champion. twice now. Two, yeah. The last two Premier Live events have acknowledged that now, suddenly. Yeah, I, I'm really enjoying sort of this low-key flirting that WWE is <laughs> doing with New Japan. Um, you think they're teasing AEW just to make them sweat bullets a little bit? Yeah, I think there's no downside for them doing it. I, I think they realize there's no downside for them doing it. And if they're serious of opening an NXT in Japan, they're going to need to work with those promotions. So Absolutely. So I think that explains part of the, the Nakamura thing. I mean, I think they probably would have said yes because Muda's retirement is, I mean, that's a once every... 25 years that somebody like that retires, you know, uh, you, know you got your Juice and Thunder Ligers, your, you know, your um, Ant- Antonio Inoki, Giant Babas, and then, you know, Masahiro Chono, and then, you know, and... Mahiro Chono. And, and, yeah, and, and Muda. <laughs> those, those, those are probably your, you know, your top five famous Japanese wrestlers, you know, of all time, unless you go way back to, like, you know, Professor Toro Tanaka or something. Um, yeah, what about anyway. the Orient Express, Jeff? Mm. Tanaka and Suzuki, wasn't it? Uh, Fun- uh, Funaki, I thought it was. No, Funaki was Kayentai. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't remember. Anyway. Uh, All I know is that Tiger Ali Singh never turned into much of anything. Um, uh, well, you know why? Because he's not only Canadian, but he's Indian as well. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's the worst. <laughs> he was worst so overrated, meant to be this. Was his daddy really that much of a big deal? I know he's a second generation wrestler. His daddy I, went shit. I, I have zero idea. Um, but this match, this this match was fine. This was, a, I mean, this was a wrestling match. It, it told a story. Yeah. I, I thought that the Gallows actually was, aside from Ripley, was the one that was the most interesting out of all of them in this match. I feel like he's improved. Look, I dare say, uh, I know you probably won't agree with me, I think the good brothers are the ones that have been used best out of everybody that's returned to the company so far. Uh, I'm going to go with Braun. Um, Oh, yeah, Braun. Yeah, but really, what has Braun really done? He's been destroying jobbers, and then he comes across to Omos. He's He's nowhere near the top end of the card at all. Yet. Right? Yet. Right. I mean, just beat almost. What happens now? Does that make him number one contender all of a sudden? I doubt it. Maybe. I can see him going after Lashley, but haven't we seen that a million times already? Well, they're on different shows. That doesn't matter. You appear on Raw. Don't worry about that. I don't know. I mean, everyone's wondering who's Roman's next next opponent. I mean, I don't want to see Braun and Roman again. Uh, please. I do. This is a different Roman. It's different Braun. Why not? Braun ain't winning, dude. Just I don't happening. want Braun to win, but it's okay if but he then, loses when he takes uh, three super kicks from from both Usos and then Solo Sokoa gives him a slam and and uh, Sami Zayn kicks him in the Jolly Rogers and then they <laughs> roll him into the ring to for a spear. It's fine. And then the next night on Raw, he comes out and says, "Sami Zayn, you're gonna get these hands." That's why. Let, let him let him beat Sami Zayn, then beat Jimmy, then beat Jay, and then and then his feud is with Solo Sokoa. That could be cool. Whatever. Um, anyway, it, 
what match are we on now? Oh, you so who's the the best used or whatever? The OC. We're talking about. I mean. Oh yes, I mean, yes. Well, you, listen, Carl Anderson needs to hit a gym. I mean, obviously he thought he, they were. He used to be a AEW. tank, dude. Years ago he was big, man. Now he just doesn't give a fuck for some reason. Yeah, he's not he's, fat he's, though. He's 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 no, he's not fat, but he's nothing. He's just he's just looks like a guy. He's just a normal guy. Yeah. It's weird it's, though, man. Just go and pump some iron a little bit, man. Because I know he uh, can. He, I mean, if you look at him back in the, a few years ago, he was a big guy, man. He obviously thought that Omega was going to get them back, get them back there, and then he said, "Yeah, exercise. That's for suckers." Yeah, so, I, I still can't believe they're back, dude. I really can't believe they're back. It's like they never left, though, and that's what I mean by they've been used the best. Right, it's like they never left. People didn't care about them then, and people don't care about them now, and then people don't, nah, uh, and people on. I don't think care about AJ anymore either. I mean, uh, and, and AJ's too generous. They, he insists on using their OC music as opposed to his phenomenal music, which people like. I like the OC music though, man. I'm, I've got to say, I except actually it do sucks. Like it. Really? Yes. No. Um, anyway, you must not like heavy metal though. I like heavy, I like some heavy metal. Uh, including yeah. the song Heavy Metal by Don Felder and the song Heavy Metal by Sammy Hagar. Um, oh. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, Gallows was the most entertaining wrestler in this match, uh, with the exception of Rhea Ripley, who, who was the star of it. But it was, you know this what? was a relatively painless match. Hands off to Rhea, uh, hats off to Rhea Ripley, actually, because she made a negative into a positive because what she was wearing still looked great on her because it still was very much Rhea Ripley unlike yes, the other the women right and, and, and by the way she... Lance Archer should take some notes that's how you wear braids and look cool uh, true absolutely absolutely she she's fucking great man and I, I'll truly say this she's there's the women's division in WB and then there's Rhea Ripley yeah. Right now, she's on a different stratosphere. She's by the way, she, against these females, man. She, she said afterwards that the, the the hair that she was wearing was like a tribute or mocking of Beth Phoenix. Oh, she did have hair like that. Actually, that's true. How I didn't notice it at the time until afterwards either. So, wow. Well, now that you I was too busy that thinking up, about how much better it looked on her than Lance Archer, not just because she's better looking person I'm just like it, it just looks so lame on Lance Archer but it looked cool on her I don't, I, I and it looks better than Beth even <laughs> I must say I mean seriously she's fucking she's that good right now and really they should just give her the damn women's championship either one Smackdown Raw whatever the whatever the case but really I know you can tell WBC something special in her because she really is I mean it's taken her I mean from day one you could see she had something but it, you, we've really watched her, like her evolution, like no pun intended. Every time you see her, she's put, she's added a little bit more to her character or her look. Where you know she's coming to the point now, she's the finished product. Like this is what we've got. You know what I mean? And I think it, still the sky's the limit, and she's still only twenty-five. It's weird that it, it took basically a brain injury where she wasn't cleared to wrestle for months to go into this oddball group and somehow just emerge, just shine so far above all of the rest of them and to make things work. But yeah, well, yeah, th this has been good for her. She's, she's the winner from this whole Judgment Day thing. That's for 100%, sure. 100%. And I think it was a pleasant surprise to even WWE that they've managed to make 
an even bigger star out of Rhea Ripley right now because she really is that good, man. And I think about time she gets her comeuppance, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I think she's she's that good. But, um, yeah, I'm when not going healthy, to be biased either. I don't think anybody would complain if she's the one who dethroned Bianca Belair. Oh, she, she's earned to, to do that, in my opinion, because Bianca Belair right now is just... Well, she needs she needs to beat a couple women in wrestling she first. Does. But, but yeah, I just feel like she's getting flat now. But we'll get to her in a moment. But let's move on because well, she is. I mean, she is. She's flat. Um, after the match, obviously, Judgment Day ended up winning by pinfall with a coup de grave from Finn Balor on AJ Styles. And I must say, Jeff, all my tips would have been right if in my predictions. I would have got this one wrong though, Jeff. Because I was shocked that Judgment Day actually won. Oh, I got it all right. Everything exactly right. Really? Yeah. Well, I got everything else right except for I got everything right. Exactly. And nobody will know anything otherwise because I didn't do any preview shows. I know. That sucks. But I'm being honest. I would have got this wrong. I could have said, no, I would have got it right. But that's not the case. But next, we get Braun Strowman versus Omos in a throwback that I actually enjoyed. I'm not going to lie. I love that test of strength at the start. When was the last time we seen that shit, dude? Yeah, this this was great. I, I don't know what anyone was complaining about. I don't. Uh, what what did you expect from a seven foot three? Omos was great in this guy? match, Jeff. People were shitting on him. I say bullshit. I thought he was good, man. Listen, if Andre the Giant was wrestling right now, they'd say he sucks. So, oh, absolutely, but, <laughs> they would say that. Gee, fuck, fuck those people. And listen, I'm not picking on Will Osprey because actually, he Braun tweeted something pretty stupid today. Again, same stuff. old Braun. Thank you. That's what right. I mean. I can't say he's dumb, bro. Then he tried he's, to clear it up stupid. later, and then Ali said, "Can you tell, teach me how to get fired?" So fuck you, <laughs> Ali. I, I want. I'm, you know, I'm off. Right. Is it free, Ali? Fire, Ali. I don't care. You suck. You're a zero. Go goodbye. They absolutely should fire you. But Will Ospreay actually tweeted something. Usually, Will Ospreay tweets stupid things. And he does it on purpose That's to get attention. Right. Uh, he pretends he doesn't want attention. But he tweeted something like, he's like, settle down, big guy. You, you made a whole lot of money. I don't know what you're complaining about. You had a great match. You don't need to impress anybody else. And, you know, some of the people in your locker room, you just insulted them. And he didn't say it exactly, but, but that was the gist of it. And he's right. He's right. He's like, he's like Ron, just... Be happy when you're counting your dollars and shut up. And you're right. The, that was a good big man match. That should be enough for you. You don't have to. You don't have to brag to the world. Four months ago, you didn't know what was going with with controlling your narrative. But Braun's a big dummy. We know that. But he is a droid. He really is, but a legit big dummy. Like in real life, even he really and, is, man. And this, but this match, for what it was supposed to be. In Saudi Arabia, especially, but really anywhere, this match was perfect. It wasn't very long. It was it was exactly what it should be. The right guy won, and you know Braun is the better wrestler than Omos is, and he's and he's the guy that needs to be a push because he can be a single star. Omos will will always need to be with other people to be sort of the attraction, the enforcer, you know, the the penultimate the penultimate boss before you get to the final boss yeah like like in uh you remember um the bruce lee movie i think it was into the dragon anyway except the final boss was omos practically who was that basketball player dude that was, Kareem was, um, Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, that's it he was actually the boss though in the film but anyway 
But no, that yeah, was the second right. one. This, this, in the, this in the first one, the the, the boss was um, uh, it, it was a uh, it was like the Mandarin. It was like the Asian guy. Oh yeah, but I'm talking about you're talking about the big boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm talking about Into the Dragon. Kareem Abdul Jabbar was the actual final boss in the in the movie. Pretty much. No, there, there was there was a boss. He oh. might have been the he might have been the. Oh. I can't remember anyway. It was a long time ago. And I think he was in the. I think he was in Return of the Dragon, the second one, like the one where Chuck Norris was in. Enter the Dragon was like John Saxon. It was like it was like a Bond movie where all of a sudden like this like special (laughs) forces and the CIA came in and started you know using machine guns while these guys are doing like Manchu kung fu on them, (laughs) battling them with like with like quarter staffs (laughs) and shit. It was so ridiculous, but for whatever reason, those martial arts movies were really in, like, back in those days. It, I don't know, man. It was a good time, though. Enter the Dragon is perfect, and Braun versus Almost was perfect. We can move it on. It was. I'm not going to hate on it. I just can't stand Braun's fucking stupidity, like, literally. Other than that, yeah. Well, Braun is a big thing. He's, he's, he's not as dummy. bad as Ryback, but there's some Ryback in him. Oh, there's a lot of Ryback in him. Maybe not as much yeah. as Ryback, but it's, hey... They're related. Put it that way. There's, 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 there's a little bit of Ryback in, in Braun. He's not quite as insane, and he's not so dumb to burn all his bridges. But, but he is a big dummy. God, and he sounds fucking stupid too. He's like, oh, you and, and he, and he's smart, which is like the the, oh. the biggest, which is the biggest thing about being a big dummy. Fuck, and he thinks he's hot stuff too, Jeff, which annoys the fuck out of me. Have you seen his Instagram? Seriously, I dude. do not watch. I know. I, I I actually deleted Instagram off my phone. You've you done well because yeah, I anyway. hate it. All, all the notifications all day long about things I didn't care about. It's it's like yeah. don't you don't you want to look at girls in bikinis? Not that much. Have <laughs> you already seen enough, Drew? I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, I mean, people post the same damn things on Twitter and Facebook anyway. I mean, I'll see the good ones, and oh my God, if I if I if I don't see one picture of Mandy Rose, oh, oh geez, what would I ever do? I mean, it's oh, enough, no. whatever. I got well, I got all I need at home. With that's true. Lost I have a hot wife. Yeah. Just saying, like, well, soon to be wife. But. Let's get to the next match, Jeff, because I know it's pretty late for you, man. And uh, talking about hot, right here. Well, well, that's true. But I will say, I will say this: Braun Strowman does win by pinfall with a running power slam, and um, well, that was it, that. a lot of running involved. But yeah, yeah, actually, he looked like he kind of struggled with that power slam. It looked well. like gassed him out a bit. But yeah, I mean, anyone would struggle. But yeah. anyhow, four hundred and ten pounds of dead weight will do it. Dude, oh man! Uh, but like I said, this is possibly Omos's best match ever, I dare say. And I think he is getting better. But people were shitting on this match, and people were shitting on Omos. If you don't understand this match, this was a throwback to the to the eighties, man. Of the you know the land of the giants era, everything about it. It was like Hogan Warrior WrestleMania Listen, six. These people, you know the, the, those people would book Dante Martin versus Orange Cassidy in one match, then Jungle Boy versus Darby Allin in the next match. Then they'd have Griff Garrison versus Alan Angels in a match. Oh, and they have the Young Bucks versus, uh, I don't know, uh, LAX as another <laughs> match. Uh, you know, and Kenny Omega versus uh, Tomato. 
you know, and 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 say that that would that that would and the OGK versus the Briscoes and say that would sell out Madison Square Garden. Motor City Machine Guns, right? The Motor City Machine Guns versus <laughs> yeah. the Young Bucks Dream Match. Yeah. Oh and my God! That's cream match of the year. The cream we'll match. Put in the American Wolves make a, a triple. Threat. Oh no! <laughs> Please. Uh, now we've got a Mark Tud's dream uh, right now. Right. Uh, uh, Osprey versus, um, <laughs> you know, Jay White. There you go. The greatest. No, the, that's the, happened before. But no, no, it'd be like Osprey. No, Jay White versus Orton. The Mark Tud's cream. I think. And, and that but, card, which is which is probably close to those people's those critics' dream match. That card would draw. 3,100 people. <laughs> with, with, with no promotion whatsoever. Now, look, each to their own, but then these top of fans don't understand what really matters in professional wrestling, and that's called psychology. That's what this match was about, man. They, they, they understood psychology and all that. Whether the Saudi crowd understood psychology, I think they did because they really got into it, man, towards the end. They were rabid, as a matter of fact, by the way, this match went, and you know what? Hats off to both of these guys. Well, they like the Japanese fans were forty years ago. They they want to see big men beating the fuck out of each other. They, 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 listen, T- Terry Gordy and Stan Hansen were not putting on five star <laughs> matches in the no, Tokyo. But they'll keep you fucking butts though, yeah. legitly. Yeah. Doctor Death, I mean, Steve Williams, and the Road Warriors. We're, we're not doing flippy flippies. So, like, don't oh. give me all the shit about Japanese wrestling. The only reason most of us heard about Japanese wrestling is because of all the giant American wrestlers that would go over there, make more in six weeks than they made in That's the rest true. of the year here, just because they want to see big guys beating the crap out of little guys or each it's other. It's fucking true. And and the thing is, Japanese fans have always been in awe, like, over American, you know, the big, bad American wrestlers. I mean, think about it. These are the guys that... I hate to say it. Look, the US nuked them, right? Japan. So think about it, but they still don't hate. We'll do but it they again. Look at them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but hey, hey, they attacked us during World War II. So you it. No, anyway, look, let's not go there. No one deserves that. But what I'm trying to say is they don't hold the hate about that shit, but they understand the psychology of the big bad American pro wrestler because they're always generally looked at as the big bad, you know, heel back in those days. Now that's changed completely. I just think they're in awe of American wrestlers in general anyway, man. And that's and that's how we know what New Japan really is because of those American wrestlers that go over there and, and do their shows. That's what got me interested. I'm not going to lie. Yep. All right. You know what so I mean? what's next? Next. Jeff, you probably want to go to bed right now. No comment? <laughs> I mean, we have to do the rest of the show, so... <laughs> well, there's only three more matches, and I'm sure we're not going to say much about this, because next, we have the Brawling Brutes in Pete Butch Dunn and Ridge Holland versus the Usos in Jimmy and Jay Uso for the WWE Unified Tag Team Championship. Uh, it was a fun match, though, I won't lie. I didn't mind it, but I just want to say quickly, the Usos win by pinfall with an Avalanche 1D to retain the WWE Unified Tag Team Championship in a kind of fun match. It was fine. I mean, but I feel like it's bad placement, though. I mean, and this is why I consider this a glorified house show because I really hate like the rematches and rematches. The challengers lose and they still get rematches, which is a WWE thing to do. That under Vince, I hated. I thought that Hunter would change and he hasn't. 
Um, but the match was fine. It was, but this was this was a SmackDown main event. This was not. A, well, make no mistake yeah. about it's all about the spectacle about this show. That's what it really is, man. It's just the perception and the spectacle of it. Right. But I do think it's much better than it has been, and the shows aren't too bad. I mean the glorified oh, yeah. house show comment. I mean at the end of the day, it's because still a not premium live event, regardless. We're not getting right. the prince saying, "I want Hulk Hogan," and I and I want you know the Ultimate Warrior who's Yoko the Zuna. dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's not like I want to see Ric Flair and you know Heartbreak Kid and Goldberg. Yeah. He's like done. Heartbreak. I want Heartbreak and Flair. And then he's also <laughs> sort of realized he's like, oh, those dudes are old now. Um, yeah, just just. Give me your big set. Roman's the. T- I want Roman here. I want Lesnar here, and and whatever else. But rest of it, just do just yeah. do your thing and make it fun. Bring Brock now, yalla, yalla now. He, he, he was saying. busy. He was busy saying, Iran, <laughs> like the Iron Sheik, you are not number one. You're not gonna attack. Who <laughs> <Pull> you fucking? <laughs> I told I told the Twitterverse. I said. Iran is not going to attack. They have a revolution going on in their own no country. No fucking way. They're going to attack Saudi Arabia. We're absolutely annihilating if they do, honestly. Let's I be mean, honest. The, the U.S., like, fifth fleet's in Bahrain. It's like, uh, Iran has MiGs. The, the, the Saudis have F-35s. Don't, yeah, don't, I know, I know. They're stupid to even attempt that. And, and this stuff, first of all, Iran has got, like, old Russian shit. Mm-hmm. Like as most of their gear, you know, what I mean, they right. no well, the, the, the Russians have have new Russians. You see how well that's working? Oh yeah, it's working. <laughs> that's what Seth <laughs> thinks about Russia, right about now. Slava <laughs> Ukraine. But anyway, let's move on to, from politics once again. But we can't help it since it's in Saudi Arabia. But uh, yes, the Usos win by pinfall with an avalanche, as I said. Next, we get a Cody Rhodes video package. I guess he's coming back soon. Obviously, the Rumble, that's the worst-kept secret already. But the next matchup And is Nick Aldis. His old rival. We'll, we'll talk about that at the very end as we end the show. But the next matchup is for your WWE Raw Women's Championship last woman standing match in Bailey versus Bianca Belair, your champ. And I didn't like this match. It sucked. I agree. And Bailey, when she was coming out, she looked like she was like unhappy to be there. She she looked like she was haggard and, and and like you knew she was going to lose because she looked miserable. The match actually got better, but I don't really like these matches. I, I don't like the way WWE uh, like 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 they look too safe. They look too gimmicky. They look too cartoony. Uh, I mean, if there's one thing AEW certainly does better than WWE, it, it's sort of these these hardcore extreme matches the wwe ones it's like everything's more obviously just a, a prop but yeah, i thought the ending was sort of clever heaven. you know it was right. this was not about knocking someone out it was it was more about like trapping and bianca trapped bailey in the the uh ladder and then she like wedged the the ladder under the ropes or whatever and then so the the you know bailey couldn't raise the ladder and then she couldn't then she was basically scissor me daddy in the in the ladder oh, she was stuck there God. she was wedged in there she was you know like viced in there um so i mean it was clever it was a clever ending but you know bailey shouldn't win i don't know what the point of damage control is and i don't know why she got this match anyway but uh, bianca should retain and she is and she's 
she's having a fairly historic run, and I think the time is up. It's, overkill. Yeah, it's it's overkill, and you know, I mean, one of the nice things about bringing people in is that you shouldn't be oversaturating us with people, and huh. still oversaturating us with people. Uh, damage control for. I mean, they scale back on on Judgment Day. Thank goodness. Um, yeah, but they're still a prominent sort of feature on the shows, though, week in, week out. That's fine, and they're, still they're not thing. on four times every Raw. True. You know, the Damage Control is still on, like, both shows and way too much, and that, and now they've got the Tag Team Champion. It's just Bianca's, like, on all the time, and, like, she's opening a lot of shows, and it's fine. She's the champion, but it doesn't... It, it, it's like, you know, if... If a you know if, she, if her name was Britt Baker, we'd be like Jesus. Why are you always putting her on? Anyway, uh-huh. I, this match was okay, but I didn't particularly like it. I didn't think it was the, the ending was clever. The right person won. I'm sure the people in the crowd enjoyed it more than I did. Fine, the end. I was zoning out with this match. I'll be honest. I nearly fell asleep completely, and just talking about it makes me want to go to sleep now. I know. Oh, I saw. Life. It looked like I was losing you a couple seconds ago. I'm telling you, this match did it for me live. And it's doing it for me now. So, yeah, I, I really hated this match, Jeff. I'm not going to lie. It sucked. It was just, it could have been better. Maybe it was me, but I guess you kind of agree. You liked the ending, uh, the finish. I was meh. It didn't really bother me. But, yeah, that was that. Um, let's move on, though, to uh, the Bray Wyatt makes his entrance, which was cool, man, because I felt like, the Saudi crowd really ate it up, man. Considering what type of country they were in, I'm kind of surprised that they would go this deep. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of weird. But it's cool. Uh, I'm I'm all for it. I just found out that Nick Aldis blocked me. What? Yep, I'm blocked on Twitter by Nick Aldis. What would you say, Jeff? Were you mentioning... I, I am sure this is when Nicky I was... James? When I was mocking them for how they were booking power in power so terribly but the thing is know, Mickey James has blocked me strange I, mean, I haven't seen much of Nick Aldis even on my social I, media I've been, so. I have been very critical about NWA to, to the extent possible to their faces like I, I've off, I've like <laughs> at NWA and responded to their things about how bad it was just go out of business already would, would you just sell to somebody <laughs> Billy Corgan you know, losing money is no way to go through nobody wants to see the Smashing Pumpkins go on concert again no <laughs> so you can no. fund your, your D-rate wrestling promotion god look I'll give him A for freaking effort because he's still hanging in there man he's trying and he's I'll got a real passion stubbornness at this point and you know he's a fan man i mean that's the beauty of professional wrestling you literally got fans from all sorts of like not only backgrounds but just you know from celebrities I, I, to people like us i mean i totally thought i would work for them for free i would help them for free me too are you talking about for wb or, or nwa oh, nwa i'd work for free absolutely NWA, WWE, AW, so i will help you all for free just just, just i'll help you just let us you don't in, like what I'm literally. saying? Make me your friend. <laughs> yeah, and follow us. Anyway, let's move on to... Uh, speaking of letting them in, we got Bray Wyatt making his entrance. He gets on the mic and says he comes from a very prestigious wrestling family. Some might say they've even larger than life. So from the time he was a little child, all he wanted to be was great. But great wasn't exactly good enough. He had to be greater than the rest of them, the greatest of all of them. In many ways, you can lay claim to that, Jeff. 
He did what he thought he needed to do. He gave in so much. He made a monster of himself. And he wore that mask with absolute pride. It didn't take him long to understand that while he was wearing the mask, he no longer felt pain or fear in the mask. He was completely untouchable. And that type of thing feels very good to him. Some might say that sensations like that are just about impossible to quit. And that's how he felt. He found himself in a kingdom of nothingness, sitting on the island by himself. And this monster he made himself into destroyed him and ran off everyone he had, he had ever loved. So he sat by himself, no one to love him, nowhere to run, just all alone. The crowd chants they love him, but he says no one loves him. They love the idea of him and that things he's capable of, even he doesn't love himself. But that's not the ending of his story. That's not the man he wants to be remembered as. He says his name is Bray Wyatt a few times and he's here to rewrite the ending of his story. The, uh, the masked man then appears on the chart and asks why wear a mask as he takes it off, revealing Uncle Howdy. He says it must hurt forcing yourself to be something you're not. You can fool them, but you can't fool him. And you think they still love you if they knew the truth. The truth is he's going to go too far and he's going to give in. So why wait? When he does, he'll just remember just how good it feels. And if you're worried about the aftermath, just leave the mask on. I love this segment, Jeff. I like this. I'm enjoying it. I want to see where it's going. But it needs to go somewhere to turn a corner because it's it's at the point now where it's going from interesting to repetitive and you know it, you know if you listen to somebody it'd be like Eskis Bray is fat and he's trying to get back into shape or you know he's or, fat come on man right be honest, so you know anyway something needs to happen there needs to be something that happens monumental and at some point there needs to be someone that he's wrestling other than himself like someone has to pay for where he where he beats them but you know at the end he goes to shake their hand and they they don't either because they can't or they're too hurt but it doesn't matter he's so pissed off that he goes crazy or i I don't know whatever it is like like not broken that hardy not mean but maybe like sort of like when 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 uh io shirai first went crazy like maybe like that. Um, I, I don't like a that. witch in a way. Like she was like more like a witcher, if you know what I mean. Like that, that shining, not shining, um, the ring type of character, if you know what I'm saying. Well, no, I mean more like I think I'm, I think I'm honorable. But if if you don't do exactly what I, let's see, I'm You don't do exactly what I want to go. I go crazy on the podcast. If you have to <laughs> feed your head, yeah, he'll kill you basically. But if he's Something needs to happen soon, but this was, this was fine. It was good. I'm still interested, but something needs to happen. No, I agree. And I can understand, but I don't mind this slow like, sort like of... The, like the blonde woman needs to, like, to bring him a dead body. I'm, I'm, dude, I still think that would be one of the coolest things if they went all mansion with him, with all the girls. And they're all over him, though. They have to be all in. I'm talking about, like... like not, look, obviously, they're not going to go full sexually, but, right. like, touching him, flirting... 
Right. And they have just and lucky have servants, to, you know what I'm saying? They have to be wearing like 1974, like, uh, like flares like, as well, like, wearing the flares on the pants. Yeah, like it's flares. They have to be wearing like plaid shirts, like where they tie uh, off. Yeah. They also look like, yeah, like, I like that. Farmer, farmer daughters, but it's clearly their city or suburban. Yeah. But really, they look all innocent, but they're the biggest sluts probably in, in WWE. <laughs> I we mean, you got to portray we, that we way. Don't, we mean, don't yeah. slut shame on the Hermione either. No, we don't. But we do on Channel Attribute. No, no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, I'm, what I'm meaning is, I'm not saying this, sluts. I mean, you know, go all Manton on him. Just do it. There's and let like, them be. We know that whatever yeah, exactly he says like. goes. It, it doesn't, need to be, doesn't need to be said. It just needs to be inferred and known. I mean, they've got to get the right women that can actually pull it off because they need to be good actors actresses to do this man let's be honest you know what I mean and I mean he needs a dominant where he grabs them by the hair and you know they're smiling you know what I'm saying dude there's so much potential like it's ridiculous where you can go with this and it would so work and it could make him not only the coolest sort of heel you know possibly in the history of professional wrestling because how can you hate on that but he could also get a lot of heat by all the Karens out there that could actually Okay. Yeah. There are no Karens watching wrestling, and if there are, they shouldn't be watching wrestling. And getting heat, well, that used to be a good thing in wrestling. Where you got heat. absolutely. That means the people are paying attention. Anyway, absolutely. We both know it's I not agree. happening, but it'll be freaking awesome. Oh my god! I know it's not happening exactly, but the way you described it originally, I fell for it. Like I could just picture it, dude, and it's a shame. But it is what it is. Anyway, we can finally get to the main event. It is Logan Paul, it's Roman Reigns, and it is for your WWE Undisputed Universal Championship. And not that Logan Paul surprised me, but fuck is he good. Well, he really did surprise me, and he really is good. Of course, he, like, broke every part of his knee, so... (laughs) (laughs) Hey, he done what a real good pro wrestler would do and work through all that shit and still pull off a great match, and that's exactly what he did. Although, I can't critique him. He's a bit too... He needs to slow down a little... Just a tiny bit. Like, he rushes a little bit too much. That, and that's only a... That's only a gripe. It's it's not an actual... Like, something that pisses me off, per se. I'm just saying, if there's anything to bitch about him, he's got to relax and stop getting overhyped and sort of getting overexcited, shall I say. I don't know. I, I thought for what it was supposed to be, it was... It was near perfect to exactly what I thought it was going to be. I mean, so I'm not sure that this is my favorite kind of match, but this is exactly what it should have been. And it was actually, and the actual enjoyment factor was better than I thought it would be. I mean, Jake Paul is, it's strange that he's the one that's more legitimately the the, the tough one because he doesn't look it. And I mean- You know why? Because he looks like a dopey guy sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like he's been punched too many times in the head. Like, he's definitely, like, the Jay Briscoe of the Briscoe brothers, you know? And he reminds me of, like, an old-school Irish boxer, too, if you know what I mean, the way he kind of looks. A piker? Yeah. Actually, yeah. He just does. I mean, look at him. Like, think about it. He really does. Right. He looks looks like the the drug addict who, you know, was was a Golden Gloves boxer, and he still has has the, the muscle memory. Um, For sure. Just 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 not the memory up here. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, it, yeah, it was fine. It was what it was supposed to be. And then, you know, Solo came out as the Avenger, you know, and then, you know, but there was no physicality. There was just a distraction, and that's all it took. And Roman took advantage, and he 
snuck out of there and then you know and got his win and yeah cool i mean what can i tell you it's cool and then unfortunately i don't know if it's i mean listen it's terrible for logan paul that he busted up his knee but it's probably for the best because the drum beat for rematch or him and jake against the usos would be unbearable and i don't i don't want to see that so no, no, this is a blessing in disguise for sure jeff yeah for me anyway and probably for wrestling general but like if he comes back in nine months and you know you know keep him special and let him continue to you know surprises and overachieve um but if he never wrestles again you know either because of his health or because he chooses that that he doesn't want to risk himself because he's got other things going for him he's had the three best celebrity matches i can think of of all time probably ever and it's probably not even close Look, Bad Bunny impressed me a lot, like when he jumped on the scene. But, but Logan Paul is a is different level. What? Yeah, Bad Bunny was fine, but everyone's acting like Bad Bunny was like freaking, you know, Finn Balor out there. He was. He okay. surpassed my expectations. Put it that way, Jeff. Big he time. Was, he was okay. I mean, uh, you know, for my money, I, I preferred, you know. Carl Malone and, and Dennis Rodman. And, and, they were uh, great too, especially Dennis Rodman. I loved Rodman's run. He's probably, in my opinion, the second best celebrity in terms of wrestling. Yeah. And um, Logan Paul shits all over Rodman, though. That's how much of a difference it is between even them. No, I mean, but, well, he's much, yeah, it's much better. I mean, it, it's it's weird. It's un- it's really uncanny. And it sort it's of impeaches, but yeah. it also impeaches the, Oh boy, you, you you've never even run the ropes. Well, apparently you don't really need to to, to get yeah, because Logan well, Logan Paul is better than eighty five percent of the the professional wrestlers <laughs> out there. It's sad but true, man. And you know what? Fuck you if you hate on him. You know what I mean? Physical because presence, physical yeah. look, attitude, charisma, and, sense, and psychology too. The problem psychology, is if everything the, moves. The, the, Christmas, Christmas. I mean, it's ironic that he might have injured himself on the same thing that CM Punk injured himself on, the Buckshot Lariat or whatever. He said yeah, it was true. the frog splash. I mean, who knows? Who knows when you injure one thing when you, you know, injure another thing or whatever. Anyway. His face looked beat up, dude. Like, he looked like he had a few bruises even on his face, man. Well, yeah, he had a little cut over, you know, under, like, the bridge of his nose, between his bridge of his nose and his eye. I saw that. But, yeah, it was good. Whatever. It was cool. It was, it was good. It was... This this is what a you know foreign spectacle event match should be versus you know a big four pay per view. I agree one hundred percent. And before we do take it home, I remember while we we're doing uncaged earlier, one of our listeners asked a question: yep. who we think Roman should face after this matchup? Um, really, I'd save him for WrestleMania at this point. And have Cody Rhodes face him and beat him for one of the championships. That's just me, though. Jeff, what do you think? Um, well, he does have two titles. And, you know, Cody, I mean, I don't think they'd be promoting him if he wasn't coming back soon. But then again, we got Veers coming for 10 months. So who knows? Um, I think that actually the next story isn't going to be a singles match. I think it's going to be a bloodline versus for Survivor Series. So we don't really need to worry about the contender next. But, I mean, Braun can be... What are you playing there? What is that that I'm hearing? 
Dari, continue on. Just continue on, Dari. You Why? Stay. It's very distracting. I would like to stop the show. <laughs> Just talk because we're at the end, dude. Just continue saying what you're saying. For God's sake. Well, I, we said earlier, I, you could plug in Braun for a quick feud. And then what I would like to see is for the Hurt business to turn heels. And I would like to see Lashley win one of those titles. So would I. Whether he does is another question, though. And I'm just not sure where they're going with Lashley just yet. You know what? If everyone's so worried about Cody, you know, he, he can win the title off of Lashley at WrestleMania. But you know who's got unfinished business with Cody? Nick Aldis. And maybe they have a little yeah. mini feud, and then he's then he might be coming back. So, uh, and I wouldn't mind seeing Nick Aldis versus Cody. I wouldn't mind seeing Nick Aldis versus Roman. I wouldn't see, mind seeing Nick Aldis versus Sheamus versus Gunter versus Drew. No, you're right. I mean, I like Aldis, man. And to be honest, when you look at him, he's so much a Triple H type of guy that he would love to have. I, think I also don't company. think he comes alone, and I don't just mean Mickey James. I mean, I think that like th- there are some people that were found that were in NWA or would be, or who who Camille? might or th- like I think like Chris Adonis maybe would come also, and you know not that he'd be in a star role, but he'd be like I think he'd be like a Robert Roode or a Dolph Ziggler. Sometimes he wins, but mostly. Hmm, interesting. Maybe Tom Latimer. Maybe they finally get Camille. Heck, I'd even bring Storm in. I'm not talking about Landstorm. Oh, James Storm? I'm talking about Team Storm. Team Storm. No, no, no. Team Storm. You know the old guy? I don't know. Hey, man. He's a throwback, but he still looks great for his age, dude. Why not? No no, no more mid-50s wrestlers. This guy's mid-60s, 70s, possibly. Jack is... He's 55. No. No. Oh, man. Look, either way... I don't know. I hope Aldis does come to WWE. It will just be right for him to go there. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm leaning towards that way too. I don't see him wanting to work for TK. And knowing TK, he would absolutely ruin him. Whereas I think Triple H would make him look like a megastar. Dude, this is his time. It's now or never for Aldis. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, he's done. It's his, it's his 35th birthday today. But the oh, happy birthday to Nick Aldis. There's only one issue I've got though. Isn't he too similar to Cody Rhodes though, Jeff? No. And don't bitch, so? don't block me. What a bitch. What a bitch move. <laughs> yeah, bitch. I'm actually sort of a supporter of yours, and you know that NWA has been the dumpster fire. Come on, man. Why bitch. are you leaving? Yeah. Bitch. No. Wasn't Corgan paying him friggin' like hundreds of thousand dollars plus a damn house? Probably. Jesus, man. Yeah, I, I, think, I, think, I think he was paying him like he was a WWE wrestler. I mean, he, he's earned it. You know, remember the days of, what was he called in TNA? I forgot his name. Oh, Magnus. Magnus. Look at that. From Magnus to Aldous. And I don't even mind Magnus, but Aldous is a different level. Different mm-hmm. level cat. You know what I'm saying? And he's, he's, he deserves to get a fucking good run in WWE. Because I think Looks he's like an action star. figure. Absolutely. I absolutely does. He's perfect. He's the definition of pro wrestler. Yeah, I just don't understand. He, but he so, is a throwback, and he's like a throwback in the way like like gentleman Nick Bockwinkle was. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. He's got a lot of Bockwinkle about him. Like, absolutely. He's got but flair he could, in but him. But he could be like the Cody babyface, but he could also be like the Cody heel. He can. Now, they're very similar, dude. I, I just think... And it's not just the suits. It's the way they carry themselves. Yeah. You know what I'm they, saying? They carry themselves like you know they're in the room. 
like they're an aristocrat Absolutely. like uh, like they fit in the wrestling ring and just the same as they would fit in you know the, the private dining area at the pub 100%, when he walks man. into the restaurant when you see the maitre d shake his hand you're not surprised and they say right this way your table is waiting for you. <laughs> yeah he's class he's right. he's class personified jeff he just looks like honest. one of those guys he does, man, and he's a great fucking talent and deserves to, you know, to, to have more. Yeti blocks me, so he sucks. I hope you but, I hope you get signed with MLW and, and job to Lindsay Dorado. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lindsay Dorado, fucking now. Is he, where is he these days? In MLW, you said? Yeah, yeah, for oh, weekends a year for 12000 a year. Great, excellent, nice. I hope what is, I hope you're in MLW used to Casey Navarro and Enzo. Hey, yeah. I want to see Enzo back in WWE. I just don't think it will happen though. Or even in AEW at least. Not with without Morrissey. No, no, not without cast. There's no point in Enzo without cast. I just think he'd he'd work still, man. If they give him the chance, the crowd will still suck it all up. And you know, and I just want to hear that he's seven feet tall, and you can't teach that. Just one more time. Come on. Okay, well, well run, he, can, he can do it with Braun. Braun needs to shut up. <laughs> yeah, you big no, goof. He starts saying all sorts of shit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we'll see. Maybe one day. But, Jeff, if you had to give it a score out of 10, what would it be as we take it home? I grade PLEs different. I grade these these location events differently. And a Saturday afternoon one gets graded much differently than a nighttime event. So I'm going to give it uh, E minus. But if this was on a regular pay per view grade, I'd probably give it more like a C minus. I'd give it a B, B minus. I think that's a fair call. I, I just I, I didn't hate the event. I didn't love the event, but it was still pretty fucking good. It was a spectacle, man. It, it just had that feel about it, like those big matches. Some sucked, some didn't. But nevertheless, it was a spectacle, and I just enjoyed it for what it was. And uh, I can't I'm very happy that, for so. the one percent of Saudi Arabia who who gets treated to these lovely events. Can I ask you before we go? Good on good lovely... on you, you kids! Right before you go off to Cambridge and Oxford. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I was going to say, do the normal everyday people in Saudi Arabia actually have a chance of scoring a ticket for these events? Do these? events even go on sale over there or is it just no for chance. the no chance no so, wow. no chance no chance in hell <laughs> that's unbelievable <laughs> yeah well it is what it is I mean some countries are a little bit different folks it is what it is you know what I mean but uh you know good luck to them and god bless the kids of Saudi Arabia especially those rich kids of Saudi Arabia because, I mean, they were happy, they were chanting, and they were excited. In saying that, though, Jeff, tell them where they can find you, man. They can find me stuck enough to streaks on the Hanbi Media Group. Uh, oftentimes, you can see me next to this guy over there on the PWC. Uh, sometimes I'm with Big Daddy Cool on the Hammerlock Hangover. That's right, the answer is always penis. That's Jimmy's right there. <laughs> it was a C, not Actual a D, but anyway. by the way. Talk about the banana peeling. <laughs> Uh, and oh, then boy. for non-wrestling, Garden of Doom and its cousin show, Garden Views. Garden of, Garden of Doom is about uh, religion, theosophy, history, alternative history, things that go bump in the night, cryptids, so all sorts of cool stuff. Um, 
and uh, Garden Views tends to be more topical, oftentimes legal, but not always. I've done a show recently on the moon, uh, and uh, and also one on uh, inheritance and estate taxes, or death and taxes. So uh, check that show out, and you can find most of it on Hameen. You can find all of it on the PwC, other places, the PW Hustle, uh, Wrestling Soup Network. Uh, but of course, you can also subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Spreaker, Podbean. But listen, subscribe to the PWC as Jimmy's going to tell you about, and you can get it all. You can also find me on Twitter at, you know, right there, Icarus Bell MD. Feel free. Absolutely, feel free. And yes, I will tell you to like and subscribe at the pwcnetwork.podme.com where you can find everything, including mine and Jeff's shows. More importantly, also, like and subscribe at channelattitude.com, where for five bucks, you get to hear us talk even WWE on channelattitude.com. More particularly, the premium live events tend to be on channelattitude.com also. So, yeah, please like and subscribe there, and please like and subscribe at hamimmediagroup.popping.com, where all our affiliate shows are situated, including Jeff's. And in saying that, I am Jimmy T., that is Jeff Littman, and you've been listening and watching the HMG Crown Jewel post-game show right here on ChannelAttitude.com and the PwC Network. And I think it's a wrap. We're out. Peace. Two positives, peace, make a negative war. Stay evil, my friends.
από ψηλά. Ήρθα και πάτησα την πόλη. Όλα τα αστέρια στον αέρα. Τα χέρια μου στο τιμόνι. Το κεφάλι χαμηλά. Τα δάχτυλα στο κορδόνι. Πετάω πιο καλά από ό,τι περπατά. Έχω ανοίξει δρόμο για να μπουσουλά. Ερχόμαστε από τον χρόνο, τη γλώσσα μιλά. Φεγγιτάμε τι συμβαίνει γύρω μα. Πετά στον αέρα, τι κι αν έχω σαν κι άλλη πτήση Ήρθαμε απ' τον ουρανό Για την όμπλια βαρκάρομαι στον όλυπο Είμαι spaceman Κατευθείαν στο φεγγάρι από το basement Πέφτουνε κομμίτες απ' τα τσέξμεν Δεν θα μας πιάσουνε ποτέ Είμαι spaceman Σαν να πέφτουνε κομμίτες απ' τα τσέξμεν Κατευθείαν στο φεγγάρι από το basement Well, the alliance, along with Bianca at times, between Alexa Bliss and Asuka was really formed as a loose alliance to combat the arrival of damage control. It's ended up being far more successful than I think oh. anyone predicted. They've got some real chemistry going now. Standing drop kick by Bliss, tag made. Here comes Asuka. And double team yet again, and damage control sent outside the ring. And the tag team champions having their way right now. Baseball slides. Lining up for that cross hammer. McIntyre able to duck underneath. And the future shock DDT. McIntyre into a tip up again. And McIntyre again looking to build momentum. Now he may have crossed where he wants him. Scarlet distraction pays off again for Cross. Climbing and scaling the cage. Whoa! 
Frost Jacket on McIntyre. Will McIntyre fade? Drives crossed into the corner, creates separation. High elbow from Drew. Oh, cross hammer right to the back of the neck. Out cold. I told you. Frost just soaking in the glory of his deplorable act. Finn Balor going up to the top rope, looking to put AJ Styles away quickly back to his feet. AJ now, dominant Mysterio hanging on. Carl Anderson into the fray as well. This one just going back and forth. Referee having zero chance of maintaining control here. All six men competing at the same time. Oh, this is not going to be good. This is not going to be good. Everybody down. And now Braun Strowman going to take some offense to Amos. Strowman trying to lift the 416 pounds off his feet with ease. I mean with ease. Yeah, Braun was really struggling there. Omos almost with one hand. Monsters aren't real, but giants are. That is a quote from Omos. You know what's up, man? Huh? Omos is my ass. He's got to get this one. Watch me work. I'm here. Talked a lot yesterday about the confidence. Oh, Braun Strowman with the right. The confidence Braun was showing, how psyched up, how hyped up he was. Perhaps he was just trying to psych himself up, and Strowman almost had him off his feet, but not quite. And a headbutt from Omos. Shooting himself in the foot once again. And again, the power of Omos with ease and one arm, power slamming Strowman. Now that is ridiculous. Now both Usos gonna suffer the wrath, I believe, of Ridge Holland. And there's the power of Ridge, and somewhere Sheamus is smiling. Cover for the win of the titles, and a kick at two by Jey Uso. Friday Night Firm is going global. Fans in Riyadh Riyad, all week have been buzzing to see the brawling brutes. Oh, and the bloodline as well. Oh, it's paying homage to Sheamus. Look at the 10 beats of the Mildred. And Jimmy not allowing him to get the 10. Saving his brother like any good twin should. Perhaps saving the gold in the process. And here's Rich blasting right through Jay. We're on the rules, Cole. Look out, Wade! Oh Look out! Oh my. Four! <laughs> Wasn't exactly a hole in one, was it, Cole? <laughs> and Bailey on the top of. Oh my! Oh, jeez! Spine first! Your turn, Billy. Come on. Well, let me tell you, when those tables don't break, sometimes Three. it's even worse when you catch the edge Three. on the base of your spine. Four. I wish we saw some of this on the Live Golf Tour. And Bianca now with Bailey up top. 
Bianca Belair. Sandy Bailey to the table. Amazing day in Riyadh once again. Crown Jewel weekend, getting ready. Damage Control was here in Riyadh for the Special Olympics soccer game. It felt like a party out here. There's music playing. I was the official referee. Win. I really had an amazing time playing soccer with the Special Olympics. I got to see some penalty kicks to some kids. They had a lot of fun. The VSR rally is, is always a cool thing that we do for the kids. We got to be a part of the community, meet the kids. I love to be able to motivate them to do better and be better. It's amazing how the message can just be relatable across the world. WWE putting smiles on people's faces inside and outside of the ring. That's what it's all about. And we're doing it then, we're doing it now, we're doing it forever, and most importantly, globally, we're doing it together. Who knows you better than I do? Do you think they'll still love, love you? If they knew the truth, if they all knew the truth, they don't deserve you. And the truth is, you're gonna go too far and go too far. You're gonna give in. in. So why wait? Because when you do, when you do, you're gonna remember just how good it feels. How good it feels. And oof, it's gonna feel so good. So good. good. Do it. And if you're worried about the aftermath, do it. Hurt them. Hurt them. Just don't take the mask off. Shopping. Nah, no, fam, I'm not about fam. I'm in Miami, bro. You know, man's international now, fam. Check the statistics. Yeah, yeah. Alright. Alright, soon come. Yeah? Alright, you're done now. Scrap, pop, pop. Yo! Big Shaq, the one and only. Man's not hot. Never hot. Boom. Two plus two is four. Minus one, that's three. Quick maths. Every day, man's on the block. Smoke trees. See your girl in the park. That girl was a uckers. When the thing went quack, 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 you man were ducking. Hold tight, ask me, my brother. He's got a pumpy, big thing. Hold tight, my man, my guy. He's got a frisbee. I trap, trap, trap on the phone. Moving that cornflakes. Rice Krispies. 
Whole time I get with me. I'm on, 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 on the road doing ten toes. Like my toes. Like my toes. You man fought, I froze. I see a pen girl on a post. Chilling. If she ain't on it, I post. Look at your nose. Check your nose, man. You donut. Nose long like garden hose. I tell a man's not hot. I tell a man's not hot. The girl told me, take off your jacket. I said, babe, man's not hot. Never hot. I tell a man's not hot. Never hot. I tell a man's not hot. Never hot. The girl told me, take off your jacket. I said, babe, man's not hot. Never hot. Hop out the four door with the four four. It was one, two, three, and four. Us, man. Chilling in the corridor. Yo. Your dad is 44. Oh. And he's still calling man for a draw. Look at him. Look at him. Let him know. When I see him, I'm gonna spin his jaw. Finish. Take man's tricks by force. Take it. Send man's shot by force. Send it. Your girl knows I've got the sauce. Flexing. No ketchup. Not Just sauce. Saucy. Raw sauce. Ah. Uh. Yo. Boom. Ah. The ting goes. And who wants to win? So we're gonna win more. We're gonna win more. Don't play yourself. Never. Yourself. Come on. Legend. Come Legend. on. I tell a man's not hot. Man's not. I tell a man's not hot. Never hot. The girl told me take off your jacket. I said, babe, man's not hot. Never hot. I tell a man's not hot. I tell a man's not hot. Never hot. The girl told me take off your jacket. I said, babe, man's not hot. Man can never be hot. Never hot. Perspiration ting. Spray that. Links effects. Come on. <laughs> you didn't hear me, did you? Nah. Use roll on. Use that. Or spray. Shh. But either way, A, B, C, D. Alphabet thing. The thing goes. PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.